go and top that. Such a waste of pretty face, but hanging in your nose face. I wish that you would take a look and really stop that. Top that. Well, stop that. I don't really give up about trying to top that. Top that. Stop that. I wish you finally take a real look and really stop that. Hey guys, welcome back to Top That, our weekly pop culture podcast where we talk about a variety of things. I'm here as always with my roommate Nathan. Hello. And my sister Sabrina. Hello. We're here on a nice Sunday night. If you want to be here with us too, catch us on the Instagram, which is Top That Dude, or email us. Top that dude at gmail.com. T O P T H A T D U D E. Dot com. Dot com. You guys remember those commercials? Yeah. That was Yahoo, right? Yeah. We should come up, we need to make a jingle. Ooh. We should make a jingle. I want a jingle so bad. Or we should just hit Larry Weir to make the jingle for us. That'd be dope. Are we doing a backwards episode right now? Uh Yes, let's get a jingle. Let's hire um, Jesse Katsopoulos and Joey. What was Uncle Joey's last name? No, I'm not saying that I, I know. don't like the Top That Teen Witch intro, but I'm saying if we had our own jingle, oh. it'd be different. Right. You know what? I, you know who I would want? I don't even know if he makes jingles, but John Ralphio from uh, oh, Parks and Rec. Oh, fuck yeah. I don't know who that is. It's... Um, Ben oh, what's yeah, Ben Schwartz. Oh, yeah. His character he plays in Parks and Rec is fucking gold. What is that his name? John Ralphio. Yeah. Ben Schwartz? Yes. Okay. <clears throat> Who's Schwartzman? Is that Ben Schwartzman Jason too? Schwartzman. Jason Schwartzman. Yeah. Okay. Same kind of look, skinny, dark hair. Yeah. Like except I write. Ben's got a fro kind of. I think, I think Jew are they both Jewish? I don't know. I would guess. Yeah. yeah. That would be my assumption. But that'd be great. Yeah. Uh, John Ralphio on Parks and Rec is always making up little songs. Ugh, I love it. I would love a jingle. I love jingles. Yeah. I love listening to jingles like on old commercials too. That's there's, someone's job. There's a jingle from San Diego that is like, maybe not now, because the guy to have the jingle, he was a bail bondsman and he died. I don't know if they continued on like afterwards, but five years ago, you ask anybody in San Diego about uh, the King King Stallman bail bonds. Yeah, everybody everyone would know. Everyone would do that. It's better to know me, the King, and I need me than to need me, the King, and I know me, <laughs> King Stallman bail bonds. And it was like this old school like. Kind of fifty sounding lady like yeah, saying yeah. it. It was great. Good. I love that. Yeah. I love. I fucking love jingles. I love that. Love weed. It's a, I love, <laughs> I love weed. weed. Um, I feel like it's a kind of a lost thing. Like you don't hear as many yeah. jingles or good ones, right? I mean, uh, you hear some. You know, some catchy jingly tunes like the JG Wentworth thing. They beat that in that the one's ground. good. Uh, yeah. The carpet one. Oh yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, eight seven seven. No, no, no. I'm thinking of the cash now one. Cash now um, one's good too. Yeah, that one's That's good. That's JG Wentworth. 
Uh, that is <laughs> What's the fucking, uh, what's the carpet one, though? SNL was going to do a bit on it. Yeah, the carpet one, it's got a number at the end. Yeah, totally does. Hold on. We got to freaking pull this up for a sec. This is going to kill me. Five eight eight two three hundred Empire today (laughs) (laughs) Empire fucking carpets or something like Empire flooring. Oh, that's for sure what it is. Yeah. Empire flooring. Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Empire. Fuck, that's good. Eight hundred five eight to three hundred empire today. Yeah. So <laughs> the dude always comes in at the end because it says call one eighty. So if you, I don't know if you guys have seen it, but James Franco did like a documentary style movie on SNL and kind of filmed the process from the beginning of the week to the end. Yeah. And he did it the week John Malkovich was the host, and they. On Wednesdays, they do the table reads of all the sketches that they all come up with. And somebody did an Empire Flooring sketch of John Malkovich was the guy who, like, came in to sing the song. And Will Forte was the guy running the show. And he made John Malkovich sing that song over and over and over and over. And he just started crying towards the end of it. It's a... Five eight two three hundred and Will Forte is just like again, again. It's so funny. That's so good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so hilarious. Oh, you baby, don't say I fucking love Will Forte. Um, but yeah, I love jingles. Yeah, let's get one. Let's Look, let's write one. If anybody can help us out with that, do you, does anybody out there have a jingle guy? I need like a '90s radio jingle. Right. I'll take a '90s or an '80s one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. Like, yeah. I'm, I don't want like a new age. No, jingle. no, 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 no. I want a I want a vintage jingle. Yeah, I would like that. Um. Well. Why don't we talk about why we're here this week? Let's yeah, get into sharp, it. sharp right turn for yeah. the happy jingles. Happy jingles. Talking about five best best family deaths we've experienced. Jesus, <laughs> close. <laughs> Number one, my Uncle, grandpa. <laughs> Uncle Ralph, fuck off. <laughs> oh my god, no one liked you. Yeah. You owe me ten bucks. Forty eight hundred dollar inheritance, you fag. <laughs> Oh my god. Nobody uh, like coming over to your house. You left me your Chesterfield. Um we're gonna, where? What am I gonna do with a Davenport? <laughs> we're gonna talk about scary movies today. And I'm really excited about this. Favorite horror movies. Yeah, top yeah. five favorite horror movies. Well a little favorite, a little ones that you that scared you. Yeah. Just the best ones that you kind of all encompass. Yeah. You know. Yeah. We're not doing like the top scariest movies you've ever seen, or you know. It's just your rank of the top five. Yeah. Your wh- which ones you could be because favor. it's scary. Right. Could be because you just like it. Top five favorable yeah. horror flicks. Yeah. I love the horror genre. Um, I don't know about you guys. Well, I do know about Derek, so I don't know about you, Nate, but. 
I can get into it. It's not my favorite. We it's got, not... but we got into horror when we were young. Super. Oh, I, just, I wasn't allowed. Yeah, we we were not allowed to watch The Exorcist. You can't watch it anyway. But we watched it anyways. You guys, so you're three years older than me, right? Yeah. And Anthony's four. Anthony's five. Means what? Me and Anthony are twenty two months apart. So, all right, when Anthony was 11 or 12, which means you, when you were 10 and I was 7, I remember watching The Exorcist when I was 7 at Nana and Ray's. See, I don't remember watching Nana and Ray's. I remember watching it at Grandpa's. Watch, I remember watching Nana and Ray's and I was too young to know what was going on, so it wasn't scary for me. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, this is weird. Yeah, because you don't really have an idea of what everything means. Right. Um, yeah, we weren't allowed to watch The Exorcist. My mom grew up Catholic, and so that movie was like, fuck no to her mm. and we watched it anyways and she was pissed off about it and but we saw it i and wasn't allowed to watch any of them did you you've seen it though now as an yeah. adult yeah well how old were you when you saw it oh, i can't remember that one didn't scare me though it didn't scare me either um i watch it more because like it's one of those movies i feel like you have to right that one that one is is that's like the wizard of oz of scary movies like yeah, every, like the Willy Wonka, like well, everyone has to see that. Every, and I think it's it's always really close to like number one on most lists. Yeah. I think a lot of people really think that it's the scariest movie out there. And there, I mean, are we They'd talking be wrong? Hear, hear me out real quick. Is this an exorcist on any of our lists? No. Nope. Okay, good. That'd be weird if you're just talking about something's number one the whole time. Yeah. Right. Um, there was a bunch of weird. It's not even scary. It's dumb. Let me. You can uh, tell it's fake. Let me look something up. We're scared of the excess big pussy. Well, you know what I didn't even think about. What? How? No, I can't say it now. Why? How old are your guys? What's the oldest one you guys got? Eighties. Eighties. Mm, mine's like nineties, I think. Okay, and then I'm gonna talk about it. Uh. I didn't even think about these, but like Psycho and Birds, I feel like they should just be mentioned in this horror talk. Yeah, totally. They're so good. Mm-hmm. There are different kinds of uh, horror. Yeah. The like Hitchcock's horror was like his own lane for sure. I don't know. I just I I just now I'm sitting here thinking about some other horror movies. You know. Yeah. Just getting, getting my mind on the topic. Right. And I just realized, I was like, I didn't even think back to it. I didn't even bring those into consideration. Yeah. I thought about those ones. Like, Psycho for sure popped up. Like, but it, I don't know. That one, it's definitely a classic for sure. The reveal at the end, you know, like, it's, and the, that shower scene is iconic. Yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis's mom. Um, uh, uh, birds, though. I remember the first time I saw that. There's, there's. I saw it when I was young, because I think I watched it in English class, like when I was younger. Interesting. Um, and I remember afterwards that when I see a big, big group of birds, there'd be a little piece of me that was like, "What if they did come?" Come around here trying to fuck me up. That'd be pretty. It's a little, a little terrifying. Right. It, there, there's a lot of movies out there that can like just plant a tiny seed of fear into your head. Jaws was a big one mm-hmm. like that. 
birds. Jaws still, Jaws still affects me. Yeah. Cujo, you know, dogs, Pet Cemetery. <laughs> Cujo doesn't. That uh, one didn't get me. Children of the Corn, little kids. <laughs> oh, <laughs> get know? out of here! Little kids are the worst in movies. Right. The worst. Children of the Corn. Uh, Village of the Damned. Any blonde children out there? <laughs> I don't think I've seen that one. Uh, they're just that's what these movies are good for. Um, I don't know why. I got into horror so early. Uh, my dad's mom and stepdad, they would take us, all three of us at the same time, but then they, once we started getting older, they would take us one at a time for like a few weeks or a month. And they would take us to Blockbuster like every couple days and let us rent like four or five movies at a time. And we, my step-grandpa would help me pick out old scary movies tell us you gotta watch this mm-hmm. lady in white you know like all these weird uh, old shits. you know what was weird was flowers in the attic that was a creepy ass movie yeah creepy ass movie totally so we're gonna talk about our favorite movies in the horror yeah. realm yeah this is the hor- there are two things that push me to film school the horror genre and the tv show always sunny in philadelphia there ain't no genre yeah um so yeah nate start us off some of mine i think two of mine are like horror slash thriller yeah i mean i feel like that can be kind of interchangeable um that's if they're more on the thriller side i think me and sabrina have been talking about this about replacing you on this podcast this is just gonna happen (laughs) okay so my number five is on this list just because I like this movie. Yeah. And it's Gremlins. Nice. I love the movie. The movie Gremlins is one of the ones I can watch over and over and over That's, uh, uh, is this the one where don't feed him after midnight? Yeah, okay, and don't okay. get him wet. Yeah, and this is this is uh, Gizmo. Gizmo, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what's the plot line of? Uh, I forget exactly what the dad does, but he does something like with toys or... I think it is toys. And he's like always looking for the next big thing. And then he gets this shipment for, he finds out through somebody this in China or Japan, they got these little things uh-huh. that uh, they're gremlins. And they're these cute little gizmo. Like if anybody's seen a promo for gremlins, the little furball one, that's gizmo. They all look like that. Yeah, and, they're, they're, they look like little like owl bat combos but, but like, like fuzzy cute. little yeah, yeah i wanted one so bad uh but anyway he like finds out about these and thinks it's gonna be the next big thing and so he like he orders a couple and i think he has them and he has a family and i'm pretty sure either the someone in the family i think it might be the boy like the rule the only rules that come with these things is you can't feed them after midnight and you can't get them wet and the little boy does both, I'm pretty sure. And when you feed them, and when you feed them after midnight, I'm pretty sure is when they turn bad. Mm-hmm. And then if you get them wet, they multiply. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so that's what happens. So he feeds a couple of Gizmo's the only one that doesn't do this stuff because Gizmo somehow is like smart gremlin and like knows that bad shit is going to happen. Uh-huh. So Gizmo's the only one that stays good, and then all the other ones turn into, like, these evil little, like, havoc-wreaking creatures. They multiply all over. 
That I I don't know if it's because I know this came out in like the eighties, but it just sounds like such an eighties flick. Oh, it so is. Yeah. It's the best though. It's I love it. I and love. I it remember the them selling Gizmo like the toy. I used to uh, for a long time. I wanted to get like a little a little rat dog or something. You know, like a Pomeranian type. Yeah. Just the name, name of Gizmo. Yeah. That's a good one. It's a good name. Derek, did you ever see Gremlins? Yes, but I just I remember so little of it. Yeah. And and my my memory is now um fucking ruined by a Rick Ross song where he's talking about one of his hoes and how he got to treat it like a gremlin never faded after midnight or something like that. Jesus. So whenever I think of gremlins, I just think of Rick Ross. I haven't seen gremlins too, or if there was more. Yeah. I if actually, I have, I don't remember it. But. I actually never watched gremlins like front to back. Oh, it's, it's fun. It's yeah. a good flick. It's kind of like, there's another one and I don't think this is going to be on either of your lists because I don't think it's really horror. There's another movie that's very eighties to me slash 90s that's toy soldiers you guys remember that one i know that movie but i don't know if i've seen it it's when again same kind of situation where these toys like come to life these toys yeah but they're supposed to be like kind of rigid like robots but they kind of move on their own and kind of have but you know have a little governor on how smart they can get yeah and i think they get zapped or something like that and their governor goes off and so they're like sentient beings moving around and think they're actually warriors and shit <laughs> so they start fucking shit up but it's uh sam similar to me yeah that style i like me. that that's good gremlins number five number five um Derek, do you want to go next or you want to be last no i'll go next i went last on the my number five is one of my favorite movies of all time and that is the original the thing oh I don't know if I've seen that either. Kurt Russell? I've seen the new one. Yeah. So. I feel like I've watched so many like obscure, (laughs) weird, scary movies and not these like The Thing, The Mist, Then you can explain it to us. Yeah. What's the thing about? So The Thing, they are, uh, I think they're either in Alaska or, yeah, they're definitely in Alaska. And um, they're they're at an outpost. Like it's, it's a research team. And they're trying to find, uh, one of them gets like, possessed isn't the right word, but like, there's an alien inside one of them. Ooh, inhabited? And, yeah. And they gotta figure it out, and it keeps jumping. From like, person to person? Yeah. It's like they, a venom type thing. They gotta figure it out. Oh. So, they, they realize, um, it can do this because they, they take blood from everyone, and they're in Petri dishes, and they're like, Watch what happened. This is normal blood. We know that Jackson's not inhabited. And they like put, uh, they have like two like car battery wires, like, and they put it in and like, it just smokes or something like that. And they put it in the blood that's inhabited and it fucking, ah, fucking shits and stuff. That's how they're like, can't get electrocuted. And like, there's a scene where they are like, they're they're trying to electrocute people like one by one, and they have like uh, defibrillators. Mm-hmm. So they keep ready holding, to go. They, they they keep holding people down because nobody wants to get defibrillated. Even though they're like, I'm not fucking, it's not me. I swear to God. Right. And you know they do him shit like that, and he's like, I "Told you it wasn't me." So they're about to do someone. They keep like he's like third in line. Yeah. And he looks over, and he's about to you know he's like oh whatever, and the dude's chest opens up with teeth. 
Whoa. And clamps down on the guy's arms. He's like, ah! Yeah, because he was that was him. It was and him. Like that, so. He lied. Mm-hmm. It was him. <laughs> the ending, I mean, there ends up being two people left in the movie. Kurt Russell's one of them, and they're both like about to kill kill themselves, like so it doesn't get out because they're down to like two more people, and they're both like it's one of those ones where like they're both smiling at each other at the end, and they're like about to both of them are about to die, and then it just cuts black. You gotta see this one. I mean, it sucks that you guys I can't bounce this back and forth. Yeah, I've seen like, the new one, so yeah. I, I know the premise of it. Yeah. Is it the same thing? No, no, because I mean, it does it's not a remake? It's it's a prequel. Oh, oh, is it? Yeah, yes. Oh, it's, it's a prequel. Shit. The new one is a prequel. The new one is a prequel. Well, uh-huh. then I know how it all started, right? And I know how it gets to that movie, right? So the new one at the end of that one is one of the thing in the eighties start with Kurt Russell. Oh fuck! Well, now yeah. I want to see it. Yeah. I thought it was a remake. Mm-mm. Interesting. Mm. Yeah. Well, that makes sense because they leave a cliffhanger at the end of Mm -hmm. the new one. And it's um, very, I mean, as a fan of 80s horror, it's like we're talking fucking cult classic. It's so good. I don't know why I never picked this one up. We need, like, literally when we get in a podcast, we need to either go watch us or one farther down my list. Yeah. So, my number five, The Thing, shout out Jake Bogue. That's like our favorite movie together. So, nice. Yeah. Aww. Aww. Shout out Snake. That sand joke was funny. <laughs> Which one? No. The sand. That's Jake Mullins. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> Never player. mind, wrong Jake. Yeah. Shout out Jake Dirt, Mullins. that sand joke was funny. <laughs> you know uh, what we're talking about. Um, my number five is a movie that we have talked about before. And it's Constantine. Oh, I thought you were going to say Beetlejuice. No. <laughs> I couldn't. That movie doesn't scare me. And I, I know. I thought it was, was going to be a joke. It doesn't classify as horror to me. Do you, um, know, do you know how many times I've been in my car, like in traffic and red light, and I'll look in the rear view mirror and be like, Kramer. Yeah, that's right, asshole. Chaz Kramer. I love Constantine, and I can watch it over and over. And for those of you who haven't seen this, it's the angel baby Keanu Reeves, and he plays this man, He's John so Constantine. I think it's based off a comic. Constantine was a comic, right? I think it's a uh, what graphic novel. Graphic yeah. novel. Yeah. John Constantine is this guy who is like on this mission for self redemption. He is trying, basically, trying to buy his way back into heaven. He is guaranteed to go to hell. And he's trying to buy his way back to heaven by banishing demons and helping people. Um, exorcisms and shit like that. And he gets... So that's like his job. And he gets wrapped up with... Rachel. Rachel Weiss, And her sister kills herself. And they figure out that the son of the devil is trying to cross over into the whatever the earthly plane and one of the angels is helping him too uh shia labeouf's there shia labeouf is there tilda swinton is Is the the angel is the angel i think it's uh gabriel yeah yeah yes and i never know if tilda plays a guy or a girl in a movie (laughs) she plays both She's so good. Yeah, I think she. Had, I yeah. think she's supposed to be like. I think the angel's supposed to be a, androgynous, like yeah, a genderless, a thing. Bean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
it's just such a cool movie and it's it's got kind of scary elements to it. It's it's really entertaining. It's not even because it's Keanu, but it's very John Wick. Yeah. Yeah. It's that's when when they when he goes it's down like a very underworld. Yeah, when when John Wick grabs goes the, the underworld yeah. type. Yeah. Like that whole weird everything's a little bit off. Everything's a little bit weird. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of actually a lot of people in this movie. Yeah, yeah. Is that one dude is two from... rabbits sitting on a log? Oh, yeah, come on! Yeah, yeah, I love that scene. Yeah. That dude is from a uh, Blood Diamond. Yeah, uh, Diamond. I don't know how to say his name. Yeah, yeah. The, that's the, that's uh, Russell Crowe's partner in uh, Gladiator. Yep. Um, and one of the best devils ever. Yeah. Yeah. Ever. God, he played a good role in uh, uh, Blood Diamond. Yeah. He was. Uh, he lost uh, the Oscar there. Um, and then who is the lead singer of Bush used to be married to Gwen Stefani? Oh, Got me. You guys. I don't know. Oh, early... us guys. Yeah. I'm sorry. You're the pop culture girl. I know. I don't know um, early 2000s bands very well. Hold on. I need to. Gavin Rossdale. He plays one of the demons and he gets oh, half of his face yeah, yeah. ripped off. Bartholomew. Yeah. And it's just super entertaining, and it's the movie. So it's one of my favorites. Yeah, the, I love it. The opening possession scene, so fucking good. Yeah, they, the, the, in the, mirror. the visuals of it are really good. Like the way that they made the demons look, the way that the devil looks, yeah. like it stood up very well. Yeah, that I, one, that one scene with the bug demon mm-hmm. where he's yeah. on the street and everything yeah. goes dark. Yep, that's a well-made scene it's such a cool scene yeah it's so cool yeah i i can watch it over and over again it it it's entertaining every time and for a dark kind of creepy movie it's it's up there on my list as far it's as like, like being what every gamer hopes their favorite video game turns into yeah like that bug scene yeah like that's a boss fight yeah it, it yeah it's really cool if you haven't seen it uh i highly recommend it it's I worth it the well. watch yeah and if you're a Keanu fan, you'll like it. It's classic Keanu. Good number five. Thanks. My number four is... Uh, my number four is one that's more of the suspense thriller. And it's it's newer. And that's Get Out. It's a great, great pick. Absolutely. Yeah. And this is classified as horror right yeah yeah but i think it's i think it is horror one of those horror slash thriller or something um but the story is great the message behind it is so like the way that message is portrayed like how he told it Mm -hmm. is fucking awesome yeah it's great if you haven't seen it uh, see it it's i'm not gonna explain it it's the scene where katherine keener who plays the mother um is and you don't you don't really know that he's hypnotized but when they're going through hypnosis for the first time yeah and he's like starting to they're in conversation he's starting to cry and he's like wait 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 wait, wait, are we and that's all they have that's the whole conversation they have about the whole like are we actually doing this right now but he gets he gets to a point like he he's trying to save his mom he's telling a story about his mom dying and that he couldn't do he didn't do anything like he could have saved her or he felt like he could have saved her if he would have said something reported that she hadn't come home yeah but he just sat 
mm-hmm. at the TV and watched it and did nothing. And she, they found out later that she didn't die right away. Yeah, it's a, it's a part of the movie where he's obviously like talking about things that he has hidden in his life that he hasn't like been to therapy about, and it's super painful for me. It's a killer uh, performance by is it Daniel Kailua? Yeah. Fucking killer. Yeah. That movie is very, uh, it's very creepy. It's very, like, the social undertones freaking killed it. Yeah. Um, but th- one of the the most disturbing scenes to me in that movie was when they're doing the auction. Mm-hmm. And they are doing it silently. Yeah. And all those fucking old rich white people are bidding on this human. Yeah. So that's the first part it of the movie where so uneasy feeling. It's not paranoia anymore. We actually know something's bad. Right. It's when they the cat is out of the bag. The scene with uh, what's his face too, Darius. Uh, Lakeith Stanfield at the very start. Yeah. Wait, he, which one are you talking about? No, not the very start. I'm talking about the one where he freaks out at the party. Where he gets flashed and then yeah, kind of snaps out of it. That one got me on edge. So like. Sent shivers down my spine. Yeah. The the start scene is what sent shivers down my spine because it's uh it's the song that's playing. It's like a fifties doo wop song. Yeah. That's playing and he's getting strangled and he gets kidnapped. Yeah. And um, our sister in law Danielle talks about a different scene that scared her the most, and it's when the the old black woman, the mother, like the the house mother. Mm-hmm. When she's smiling at him. And then tears start coming out of her. Yeah, she's yeah. crying. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, no, no honey. No, 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 no. Yeah. No. Ugh. Could you, I mean, imagine being in a place, tra- transport yourself. Imagine being in a place you don't want to be. You're at the in-laws place and you're already uncomfortable and you're upstairs kind of like just shooting the breeze. Like, hey, how's it going? My bad on that shit. And it's just quiet like it is in this room right now. And she's smiling at you and crying like... That would, I would be like, oh my, like, oh my God, are you, it's just, happening. Yeah. Like, right. It, the whole scene, and it's such a good build too. Oh it's, man. It's just slow. Jordan Peele spins tension so fucking well in this movie. Yeah. So well. He hit a home fucking run. I'm so glad I won the Oscar. Me too. For best writing. He yeah. deserved that 100%. Such a great pick. I love this movie. It's so good. And you feel like... I, I feel like I brought this up before, but I'll say it again. The the hatred I felt for the girlfriend oh, yeah. was so strong. I wanted him to fucking choke her out. That's crazy because I, I didn't feel hatred for her nearly as much as I felt hatred for Catherine Keener. Yeah, she was evil for sure. And I, I felt cheated in that movie because we didn't get a good enough retaliation death scene yeah he lets her off easy where he i wanted her her to like him to like stare at her without blinking and just choke her yeah but i i to me I, it was just a it was a longer manipulation from her and yeah. i hated it and when you finally find out that she's on the other team oh i yeah. hate it the, oh, it, the heartbreak because you you're suspecting it at the moment when they're on the stairs and, and she starts to look for the keys. Yeah. yeah. And you're just like, 
Well, no, you already know it because he, he sees the pictures. Yeah. yeah. But you're just like, okay, is she going to, like, take him out? You know, like, you're still kind of like, what's going on here, really? Yeah. There's still a piece of you that's like, okay, maybe she's not a part of it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Maybe she the, does the, love the, him. The pictures only confused me. Right. Like, I wasn't completely sold yet. I knew something was up. Right. Like, you, you, mm. could, you could argue that she had all these boyfriends and something happened to them, but you don't know that she is the one who is facilitating. Yeah, exactly. She's the, the right. key piece. So, her looking for those keys and stuff, and you're just like... Oh, I hated it. That tension... And he's screaming Rose. My bad. He's screaming her name. Rose, Rose! Just do that. <laughs> and, uh, I forget his name, but Eric from, uh... Fucking the brother, no, not oh. not not the brother, the dad. That's, oh yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Eric from Billy Madison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eric, yeah, yeah. You need to come into Eric. And when she pulls those keys out and just goes, "Babe, you know I can't give you these keys." It's oh the God. worst. It's the worst. I could feel like his in that scene. That just that, that pure breath like, of air that comes out of him, and he just fucking it's a fucking almost like hopelessness yeah. of like. There, there it is. Yep. There it is. I'm yeah. fucked. Like, yeah. how am I going to start doing this? Yeah. Ugh. Almost just like, a, he knows he's fucked, but just inside of the game, ooh, ooh, fucking do it. Yeah, it, bitch. Right, right. Got you, got yeah. you. Ooh, All right, let's do this. Come on, Kimberly. It's so good. Yeah. That's such a good movie. That's one you can watch over and over, too. Yeah. That's one I have not seen enough. I remember watching it for the first time, and I was fucking blown away, and it was almost immediately like, okay, rewind that. Go again. Yeah. It's so good. At the very end, uh, I don't know about you guys, but I know Jordan Peele has come out and said that he had an original ending. Yeah. When I first saw it, I thought that's what was going to happen. Like, as I was sitting in the theater. Because he said originally he had it that the cops came and this guy got in trouble. It was white cops and he got in trouble. Oh. Yeah, the, the last scene, because the, the original ending is actually filmed and it's on the DVD. And the last scene is... Him in an orange jumpsuit and Lil Rel talking to him. He's like, I think I got evidence, man. And 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 Daniel Kailua, you can tell he's just defeated. He's like, go home, man. I'm done. Like, Damn. And the commentary that Jordan Peele is talking about, he's like, I wrote this movie when I was in a dark place in my life where we, as in society, as in black people, weren't getting a lot of wins. And wrote this pre-2008. And then Obama got elected. And I felt different in my life. I felt inspired. So I wrote a different ending. And that's the ending that we get. Nice. Yeah. Which is cool. But as I was watching it the first time, for sure thought it was going to be the original ending. Like when those when that cop car pulls up, mm -hmm. I was like, oh my god. Here we go. Yeah. Well, you this is thought you yeah. were wrong. Yeah. Yeah. You're uh, fucking, you're fucked. You're fucked. I'm T.S. motherfucking A. Which is nuts. Which is nuts to think about. Obviously, this is why he made that movie. But it's nuts that that's the thought. Right. Like, you're fucked and not, oh, dude, now you're safe. Right. Here's the thing. It's not... This movie's not far off of what life used to be. Fast forward to the... Go back to the 1960s in the South. Where, like, lynching's still cool. And, like... People working on plantations and type shit. That, like, that almost reminds oh. A lot of that stuff still happens today. Like, I bet you a fucking million dollars that people are still getting lynched in the South. 
You think? Yeah. I feel like we'd hear about it. I think that it's a different land down there in that. It reminds me of another movie. Um, and I'm just going to straight up ask if you, I mean, is there a movie with Kate Hudson on your list? Oh, no. Scott, oh, thank you. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it reminds me of that. That, that scene where they go back and they talk about what happened to the parents. Yeah. And how they got lynched and it wasn't the parents. It was actually two little kids that got yeah. hung. Yeah. Ugh, that that movie scared the shit out of me. That's yeah, great. I saw that movie once a long time ago, and I still remember it. That was a fucking scary movie. I love that movie. That's a great movie. There's a well-made one, too. Yeah. That's what... Horror movies are sometimes they're fun, but they often aren't made in great, like true horror. Right. It's not a great production. Right. And that, that, I think, is like kind of like the culture of it. You know, a lot of it is... Right. You know, the history and so much gore and, you know, traditional fucking... It's the fun of it. Yeah. But yeah. it's nice when a horror movie can get some production value. Hell like yeah. Story. Skeleton Key's great. Yeah. I love that. Um, good pick. Get out, number four. Get out. Derek. There were so many movies on here that I'm just realizing that like I needed 15 spots. Um, we got five. And we can talk about your honorable mentions oh, at the end. We can talk about the other ten. Yeah. Um, my number four is the remake of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre oh. that came out in 2003 I think with Jessica Biel yeah yeah, Jessica Biel she looks so good in that oh, movie oh she was hot that's the movie that got JT in the sack he, he was still banging Britney then what was he supposed to do when he saw that movie she knows she take was, it out on Britney <laughs> she knows what she was doing um yes the Texas Chainsaw Massacre has one of my favorite horror movie scenes of all time and it scares the fuck out of me and I used to do this to my friends, and that would also scare them because they knew what it was. And it's uh, there's a scene when they're running from Leatherface. There's two. Uh, hold on, let me stop. Do you guys remember the trailer for this? Yes. No. One of the scariest trailers I've ever fucking seen. There are two trailers that actually that that, that like I had to either change the channel or like legit like okay i'm not listening to this shit one of them was this the other one was do you remember the movie that came out around the same time called white noise with michael keaton yeah yeah you remember that trailer remember. yeah when they're talking about that woman's voice and like this is the one the voice of Catherine something she yeah. died in 2003 this fucking recording takes place in 2005 yeah um ew, god that gives me chills i just got chills um <laughs> that but, was a good movie yeah that was a good movie uh the trailer for the texas chainsaw massacre um is what is his name eric balfour who plays the main guy in it oh, okay is driving jessica beals in the front seat of the van and like the rest of the crew is in the back and she's like how much do you love me honey and he's like this much huh this much and they're just they're having a good time yeah they're driving it's a hot fucking it's a hot sweaty 1976 day 1976 muggy ass sweaty day in texas and then they see just at, uh, a girl their age walking with her head down on the side of the road and like this doesn't fit and they pull up like hey okay and then she's like crying she's like they're all dead and then like the score of the trailer goes quiet and then it's it, it's just like that weird sound of when you put a record on mm -hmm. and there's no music yet but it's just you know when the record, yeah yeah, yeah. and they do some i can't explain it you would just have to watch them but they do uh the sound this reoccurring sound with a camera flash that is just so and they, they have 
violins going that is uh, supposed to signify them running away from this guy. But the scene at hand, let me get to it because I can nerd about this shit all fucking day. The scene um, that scares me the most is when they're running and they're trying to get the van started. And uh, there are two girls left and they're, in, they're both in the van. And out in the distance is Leatherface. And he's like 90 degrees turned because he's dealing with something else. And they both stop and they just look at him. It's like all three of them like kind of realize themselves at one time. And he stops and he just l- turns his head 90 degrees and looks at him. And he's got the face of one of their friends on his face. Uh... But the way that he just, I mean, it, it, it's not a jump scare. Yeah. It's just he's there and then just slowly looks at him. And it's you can tell it's like, oh, fuck. Yeah, and it's just so they got Robbie god awfully creepy that they got Robbie. yeah his name's not Robbie but they got Robbie <laughs> he's he's having the way he slowly just stares and looks at him and he's got the dude's face yeah on his face and they just start screaming bloody murder it's ugh so that's one of my favorite scenes and and horror movies so um yeah so it's quality I mean it was a remake. And then they, they touted it as like, oh, it's a true story. And then at the end of this one, we tacked on the uh, the original footage of the police investigation, how it was a never secure police scene and uh, a police officer gets fatally wounded by Leatherface who was hanging out. You know, you, you know it was all staged and shit. But yeah. like they, they put that on the end of the DVD. Like, this is real. I swear to God. Type yeah. shit. And it was, it's, it's I mean, if you want to believe it's real, which is not, it's creepy. But it was... They said it was based on a true story, but it's based on this guy named Ed Gein, who they caught and killed in the movie Leatherface is Free. So, right, but the 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 story is based on an actual killer, right? I think so. That they called Leatherface. Yeah, yeah. Taserface. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good. That's a good scary movie. It's very that villain is very like intense, mm. like. He's, be- he's bigger and better than you, and he knows it. Right. He's kind of like a Jason. Yeah. Like, he's right. strong and somehow fast and undefeatable. Yeah, you can't really... If he gets you, you're, you're fucked. Right. You're fucked! You're fucked! Ah, fuck! Um, Ricky! <laughs> hold on real quick. Watch this with me, guys. And I never was. Well, that's the truth. <laughs> I was falling asleep. Like, to either, I mean, that, that would be in between commercials of Sports Center. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit. I know. That's, that's why I don't think some younger generations will understand right. about that movie in the future. Right. Is that white noise was a prevalent thing in everyday life back in the day. Yeah. And so when that shit comes on, I remember our, uh, I saw that movie and our radio went off one time, but it like, Something where it switched to a radio station and it was just white noise, like so it cut from music to white noise, and I was like, "Michael, keep yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah." Uh, uh, Texas Chance on Masters on number four. Nice work. That's a good. It's a good scary flick. Uh, it's a good freaky film. Good freaky ass film. My number four is an older movie, but it's one that scared the crap mm-hmm. out of me when I was younger. And it's arachnophobia. Oh, yeah. Have you seen that? I haven't. Spiders, though. Yeah. 
Fuck spiders. If I have a fear today, that's one of them. Are they like normal spiders or are they No, like... they're these big fucking fat dick tarantulas. Like huge. alien huge? No, no, no. Uh, no, like the size of, like maybe that candle. Oh, big. Big guys. But like possible. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah. But not like an eight-legged freaks. No, 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 no. Gotcha. No. So, but they seem to like have fully functioning brains and eyes and can see everybody and can what? attack people. The fuck? Yeah. Are they alien it's, spiders? No. They're just from the deep rainforest. Yeah. Well, it's a, I, yeah. I think it's a crossbreed. I, I don't remember if it is, but they, they just come from the deep jungle and they, the opening scene is these like research team or whatever is in the jungle doing shit and this guy gets bit and he dies like pretty immediately and so they take him and they bring him back to the u.s in like a wooden coffin and the spider had like found its way in there and so the spider gets in the coffin like he was on the body when they packed him up so it goes from, from the amazon to like this rural like indiana small town yeah and so the spider, like... Then has babies. Then has babies, and people are starting to die around town, and Jeff Daniels is in it, and he's the main character. Jeff Daniels yes. is in it? And he's got arachnophobia, because when he was a baby, he, like, this big spider crawled on his face when he was in the crib, and he remembers it, and he, like, couldn't do anything about it. And so, like, he has this, like, polarizing fear. And so these spiders are terrorizing the town and he's gotta deal with it and he's gotta deal with it oh jeff it's a good movie and it's fucking creepy because they're big fat fucking yeah i wouldn't like that i wouldn't like that yeah they like pictures of spiders gross me out Mm -hmm. like yeah oh can you imagine crawling like waking up and having one crawl no under the sheets under the sheets i had one time i had the sheets i had a spider crawl on me on my chest when i was sleeping one time and it I'll never forget the size of the gun it pulled on me. I had a daddy long leg for real crawl across my face one time. Uh, I was sleeping and I woke up because I felt like a little tickle. And I was like, oh, it's probably just a hair. So I didn't do anything. And then it like went across. Ah! And I like hit it off me. And it was a daddy long leg. Oh my God. So I wasn't that scared because I was like, oh. He's a friendly spider. Terrible. I had a spider crawl on me. Okay, this is weird that my sister's here, but I had a spider crawl on me during sex once. Ew. Where it, like, I felt something weird on my back for a little split second, and then I was just, like, five seconds later, like, I saw it on the pillow on the side of the bed. Oh! Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, fuck, that was a spider. Gross. So you had a threesome. Ah! It's probably the same way that pulled a gun on me. You're freaking out some fucking freaky shit. <laughs> you ran up on the bed cigarette. and just look back at you. Yeah. C- cigarette. <laughs> you guys remember that OP, that it's like a PBS, like, it looks like a David Attenborough documentary. And it's like, watch when uh, uh, spiders are given psychedelic drugs. And it's like, when you give LSD to a spider, this is what it does to this web. And when you give... Uh marijuana spider and it's like the web is really like whatever and it's like this is what happens when you give alcohol to a spider and the spider receives a restraining order and there's just a piece of paper it's like it turned out it was so serious at the start and it turns yeah. out it's like and this is what happens when you give crack to a spider and then it, like the spider the music changes and the spider just pulls up in a low rider so it's like bouncing up and down 
and and the and the marijuana spider uh, ends up in the winter as the crack spider's bitch because you couldn't uh, build uh, a fucking whatever. And the crack spider thought building webs was for suckers. <laughs> and it shows him like shooting like uh, the fucking speed spider in the head. Oh my God. <laughs> That's good. Spiders. Spiders are the worst. Yeah, arachnophobia. I yeah. haven't seen that. Um, I'm, that's a movie I'm surprised they haven't remade. But it, that would be... I wouldn't like that. Like, it, if that actually happened. Right. And it that's that's what I hated about it, because they didn't make the spiders, like, hokey and fake. They made them real. Right. This could happen. Yeah. And you never know what the hell is in the deep freaking rainforest. There are some gnarly animals in there. Gnar. Gnar-gnar. Number four, arachnophobia. Good number four. <laughs> My number three is uh, a little bit of nostalgia, but also when I when I saw this when I was younger, it, it kind of got me a little bit. And that's Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, classic. I used to watch horror. It's it's This is probably my favorite of the like true horror genre. Yeah. You know, like the, the like monster kind of fake made up horror. The boogeyman Exactly. This is good good Wes Craven. Yeah. Um, I used to, the only times I'd see horror movies was spending that at my friends and then watching it, you know, and this was one that I saw with my friends and I'm not going to, I saw it when I was pretty young. Uh, not too young, but decently young. And I remember being a little afraid to go to sleep because I was like, I never even thought about someone getting me in my dreams. Right. Like, but How do you protect yourself? That's a pretty terrifying concept, too. Kid, yeah. That you can't wrap your head Wes Craven wrote that movie because he was inspired. He read a newspaper that there was a couple of people in the same week in one town that died in their dreams, in their sleep. And that's where he like made that story out of. Died in their sleep, so he came out of it. Yeah. Died, died in their sleep. And he's like, oh, that might be a good idea for a movie if like yeah. they died in their dream, like they're getting yeah. murdered. So... Yeah, they remade the original. Well, there's it spawned like thirteen sequels, and then they, a lot. they remade the original with the original Freddy, though. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. No, well, Peter, Wes... no, no. Robert England is the original Freddy. Yeah, and Wes and... Craven played the new one. No, right? his name's Jackie Earl Haley. Oh, oh. And I just remember. Well, it was. I remember the. Tra- I never saw it, but it, it didn't have great reviews. The new one. Yeah, but the, I remember the trailer because they talk about. The reason Freddy is Freddy is because he was like sexually abusing kids. Yeah. And they chased the, the parents like pretty much angry mob chased him into the furnace and like burned him. Yeah. And like burned him down. Yeah. And it's th- that's all you heard about like the origin of that. Yeah. But the trailer for the new one I remember seeing before a movie and it's like Jackie Earl Haley like you can tell that guy yeah it's a human being but you can tell he's just kind of a little bit weird looking like oh that's what Jason would look like if he was just a normal person. Yeah. And he's like running like almost kind of slow-mo from these people like and as you can tell it's like these angry parents in the car we're gonna fucking get you freddy we're gonna kill you and i he's think like, i saw that the new one the new one yeah uh the old one so i watched the original one i think i was in my early 20s when i first saw it but one of my favorite mm. parts of it is when she's on the phone and Freddie's tongue comes through the phone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so. Tell good. me that that wasn't a turn on to the girls who like listen to uh, uh, fucking Axl Rose and like ACDC and like just like, that's a hot part. But when the tongue comes through the phone, hell yeah. <laughs> 
If I was like, if I was talking to a girl, there was it wasn't like a real tongue though. It was like so fake looking, and it was huge. (laughs) But she dressed up like Gene Simmons from Kiss to cheer me up. Right, so funny. And then Johnny Depp is in it. Yeah, Johnny. I think that was his first movie ever. So too. Because I think Crybaby was his first movie. I don't know. I think Nightmare on Elm Street. I think it's no, not yeah, 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 yeah. because it says and introducing Johnny Depp. Yeah, yeah. I think you guys are right. I'm pretty sure that it was that. Um, but Freddy is also my favorite. Like the movies, my favorite of this genre. But also, Freddy is my favorite of those types of. I think he's a cool boogie boogeyman. Yeah, he's a cool horror guy. Yeah, coming into your dreams, he got the knife gloves. Right, he can manipulate everything. Yeah. He's, he's got a cool shirt, too. And I also like the guy that uh, is the homage to him. And, uh, you guys are right. First movie. In, uh, Glenn. Rick and Morty. Scary Terry. Um, <laughs> yeah. Bitch. Aww. It's you guys. That's so good. Nightmare on Elm Street. That's a classic pick, too. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, that, yeah. that was, like... I remember in one of the dreams, he ends up killing one of the girls, and like he cuts like some of his fingers off, and there's like green ooze coming out. And he's like smiling, he's like ah, and I'm like, that's classic eighties horror, right totally. there. Totally, that's right. what I, that's one thing that I do love about old horror flicks is the corniness of it and like the special effects they used. He kills that one kid by pulling him through the bed, yeah. and then the like a blood fucking tornado explodes. Comes out. Yeah, yeah, his room gets covered in it. Yeah, the waterbed just jerks off all over blood Ugh. yeah good one thanks yeah <laughs> okay. uh, we on threes yeah trays dude i think uh this was the newest one on my list uh this is the conjuring oh now we're getting into it yeah these are the ones that get me the warrens yeah so i couldn't watch this i've never seen this the whole way through really? I, I can't do it really yeah these this, are so, these are the scariest, like, affects me after I watch it to me. This mo- so this is this is based on quote based on a true story about Elizabeth and something more not Elizabeth Warren. Yeah, <laughs> the Warrens. That'd be funny. Uh, about funny about this this it's, it's husband and wife husband team. and wife paranormal team. She is a what what is she a clairvoyant? Yeah, where she can like see shit. Or she knows. She's like, like a medium. Me, pretty much. Um, it's uh, who's the guy? James. I don't know. James. I know what, you're talking about. Vera Flaminga, who I yeah. mean, that's an, that's a pretty close to a list. Um, kills that role, and the guy. It's not James Marsden. No. Um, is it? No, it's, P, it's Patrick something. Yeah, that's true. James Patrick. No, that, James Patrick isn't that uh, Captain Kirk. No. Or uh This is gonna kill me. The other one. The bald guy. Yeah, that's not James Patrick Wilson. Uh, that's something. It's Patrick Wilson. Yeah. That's his name. And he plays uh they are Ed and Lorraine Warren. And they um the best part about this movie is directed by James Wan, who like this was James Wan's big now. Like, he has the key to the city where he can do whatever the fuck he wants. Um, he directed the latest Fast and the Furious movie. Um, but this was the movie that put him on a map because it was so... His his use of 
space and time and it's just such a slow fucking burn when they're playing the the clap three times game Mm -hmm. and the mom is blindfolded and you can just see those rotting demonic hands come out of the uh the little ghost the or whatever the fuck it is and she's just like brian on the davenport (laughs) the chesterfield (laughs) isn't it an armoire (laughs) yeah I don't what know. is a chiffero? I don't know. I think that's is. a thing. But... I think it is too, but it's just funny. Is it one of those? Is a chiffero one of those little like pedestal things? No, I think, I it's, some, no I think, I think it's a closet type thing. The old timey words for furniture. Fucking. We got. We got to figure out what a chiffero is real quick. <laughs> no, on the Davenport. Just no, on the Chesterfield. <laughs> Dudes, I'm not wrong. We just tell me where it is. <laughs> Wait, here. Always oh, not. How do you spell it? C I C Shif C H I F F E R Robe. Chif a robe. Yeah. You would open it. That. Could, yeah, it could so, be. So, it so could be. Think of like an yeah. It's an armoire, but half of it's yeah, half of uh, shelves. Oh, okay. Yeah. Dresser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So half dresser, half oh, armoire. Right. Um, Good vocab. There's a scene where. Oh, they explain why the house is so fucking haunted, and that's like the woman, just like the people that used to live here before. Uh, the woman thought uh, she was possessed, and they just had a newborn baby, and the husband was trying to fix everything, and he came back to work one day, and right as like the mom was throwing the newborn baby into the fire, and she ran up to the tree out there in the front yard put a rope around her neck and right before she hung herself she like cursed the house she cursed the house and confessed her soul like the devil or something like that and then jumped and it's like something like Patrick Wilson or Ron Livingston which is the guy from Office Office Space Office Space yeah Office Space uh, who lives in the house they're debunking Ron Livingston's family he's like how do you know so much and that's when you see things through Vera Farmiga's eyes and like because she's hanging right behind you on that tree and you can see like the woman's like gross like decaying feet and it's 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 kind of like that's the closest to a jump scene you're gonna get and it's just so like Eesh. and it spawned a second one and they're filming the third one right now and it spawned annabelle one two three yeah There's what a is fourth one what is the new hampshire one is that attached to this the haunting of connecticut in connecticut yes that it yeah, I'm not sure. Is that the second one? No, no. I oh. think that's older. Oh, it that's is slightly the, though. Yeah, that's the one where the the there's like a like a bunch of fucking weird body De- shit was going on in the basement and the demonic teen, shit. Yeah, right? and the teen boy. That's the one I can't the, do. That's the one uh, I can't do. Because, I just stopped watching that. It's be, I can't. Do it's that. because the room, like it was halfway connected to. Uh, a crematorium or some shit like that. Yeah, there's a bunch of bodies in the house. Yeah. Yeah. They were all in like a wall. I time. couldn't do that one. Demonic shit count me out. Yeah. Um, the so, Conjuring though is, it, I thought it was very well made. So well made. It was so creepy. Um, they end it on, I guess, so these people were real people. They're real, like, whatever you it's want. Real family, real yeah. house. Uh, Get out Ed and Lorraine Warren and they said they had this room where they kept artifacts where like these are the most evil haunted things that we've come across and we keep them safe 
in this room. In a, it's like a locked room. With yeah, a so almost. like... And they this, keep possessed all Annabelle in there. They yeah. keep all these weird artifacts. It's a real thing? Yeah. Get the fuck out of yeah. here. I don't want to hear this. Yeah. <laughs> so, ghosts are the ones. Ghosts and demons. Yeah. So they, they, it spawned uh, a movie, a spinoff called Annabelle 1, 2, 3, and now 4 is coming out. Are those and good? Then, and then it's, I've never seen them. The, it spawned. The first Annabelle. I think it's the second good. Conjuring takes place in the 70s in England. And it's about the nun that keeps like haunting that family. Uh-huh. And that movie came out. It's called The Nun. Oh, that was scary as fuck. It wasn't good. It wasn't. No. That sucks. It wasn't. Well, it's not James Wan. Yeah. It it I thought it was gonna be good. It looked they they did well in the trailer. I feel like, but it it wasn't good. Okay. Those are the types of movies that I don't enjoy because they're so fucking scary. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't I don't like putting myself through that because I know I'm gonna think about it. Better. I also associate ghosts like, are no good. I mean, sometimes I hate things because they're bad and. Um, Sometimes I hate things because it associates with like a bad thing. Like, I don't like the movie of Fallen or Stars because I watched that with a, like one of my ex girlfriends. She was a total bitch. Yeah. I watched this one with a girl that I really liked, and I'm like, she's married now, but we still left on good terms. Yeah. So it's like, I don't, I can't, I don't tie myself to people like with movies like that. I do. Yeah. I mean, it's not something. I. It's not something like, oh, I can't wait to tie this to something. Yeah. It's just, no, it's I know, just, but yeah. like, like. It, I don't know. There's nothing that I can think of that if I heard a song or watched a movie, I'd be like, I fucking hate this. There's a song. Because it makes me think of somebody. You fucking hate me. There's a song that I really like, but it's tied to uh, my ex-girlfriend that I I hate because I like that song. That bitch? Yeah. No. Um, Which, what song is it? So and You by Fabulous. Oh! Yeah. Right. That fucking sucks. Right. That's a good song. So good. But the original one's better anyways. Yeah. Um, the, one with, uh, the Charles Gambino cover. Right. Um, anyway, I, can't, I could go fucking days on this movie. I enjoy those types of movies. The uh, There's a scene where um, Vera Firminga is doing the family's laundry. And she's hanging sheets out in the yard. And then she gets this weird, like, sensation where she just looks back to, like, it's starting to get really windy. And she looks back up at one of the windows and, like, someone she doesn't recognize is just, like, fucking staring down at her. Mm -hmm. And that's, at the same time, that's when one of the sheets, like, blows off. And it covers something invisible and it looks like someone's body that's just right next to her that's been watching her the whole time. Yeah. And then goes away. Like, that, that was a part of the trailer. That was creepy as fuck. Yeah. I like those kinds of movies. Yeah. I, it was so well done. Yeah. I like the deep, you know, history of mm. things and the creepy shit and the hint of it being true. Like, those are the kinds of movies that, like, give me the willies, but I like it. And that shit is true. Yeah. I've seen ghosts. Yeah. I believe you. Yeah. What's your number three? My number three is um i'm going to say the right really yeah with uh anthony hopkins yeah i really like this movie nice so the right is a movie about this young man who excuse me mr man (laughs) (laughs) 
who uh, he is going through like whatever school to become a priest, I think. Seminary yeah. school. Seminary yeah. school, yeah. And Seminole school. Yeah. And Seminole fluid school. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> American seminary student Michael Kovac travels to Italy to take an exorcism course. That's that's all the plot that they have okay. on MDB. So he, yeah, so he travels to go take this course on exercising people and he meets Anthony Hopkins, who is an exerciser also. And so he kind of goes along this little journey and Anthony Hopkins is kind of teaching him, showing him the ropes on this whole fucking mess. And then Anthony Hopkins starts to, to slowly show signs of possession. Ooh. And Anthony Hopkins is perfection in scary movies. When is he suspense. not? Anthony Hopkins is the best. Yeah, I don't want to hijack your, your three, but did you guys ever see uh, The Wolfman? Yeah. And he's, oh, he's a villain yeah, no, in that, right? They yeah. showed me that when we were yeah. little. And it's, no, 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 like the new one. Oh, no. Yeah, it's with, with uh, Benicio? Benicio. I think Benicio is the main, Emily Blunt's in it. She plays a love interest, and then uh, uh, Hopkins. Anthony Hopkins plays a villain. Nice. Yeah. I, he's he's a perfect villain. Super good. This movie's he's super... such a sweet old man too. But he is. Uh, if you're not already, follow his Instagram. Yeah, it makes nice. you feel. It, oh, it, I don't have him nice. on Instagram. Yeah. You need to. Get him. He sends nice messages. Yeah, but they do. So they they do the the makeup work on Anthony Hopkins and the way that the the movie is filmed. It's very dark. It's very creepy. It's very like you know old Catholicism. Castle well, stone. Right. Oh, Catholicism yeah. scares the fuck out of me. It's <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> why do you think I why do you think I'm strapped in my room? Power of Christ compels you. They're compelling. Oh my god. Oh, does it, am I does compel, it, Jay? Does it compel me? Am I compel? Everybody's saying it. Uh, yeah. Anthony Hawkins, very good like he should he's really good in all scary movies. I love it. Hannibal Lecter. Anthony Hawkins is good in everything. Mm. He's the best. If you haven't seen Fracture, go watch Fracture. I watched that on your recommendation. I know you did. Yeah, very good. I really enjoyed it. It's a, it's a psychological thriller. Yeah. Yeah. Dealing with lawyers and court. Smart people. Lawyers and, and killers. Books. <laughs> yeah. Scary lawyers stuff. and books and laws. Scary stuff. Ding. So my number two uh, probably isn't, you probably wouldn't classify this as horror, but it scared me. Can I cut you off real fast before you go? Yeah. Back to Anthony Hopkins. Yeah. So a movie that the majority of you guys haven't seen. I know you're gonna, you know what I'm going to say. The Edge with him and yeah. Alec Baldwin. Yeah. Fucking amazing. Yeah, that's a good movie. Watch that. That's all I'm going to say. Watch it. Okay. That's a plane crash one, right? Yeah. yeah. You told me about that multiple yeah. times. Anywho. Continue. <laughs> My number two. Yeah. Um. Again. Probably wouldn't be your conventional horror category, but it scared me, and it's still kind of when I watch it, it get the heebie-jeebies. And that's the sixth sense. Oh, I had a feeling this was going to be on somebody's list. Yeah, I can. Um, that movie has probably had the most effect on me in terms of after, like being scared afterwards, than any other movie in existence. Really? It was so. It's so real to me. 
And if that happened, I there would be so there's so much fear in me. The mom, the mom in the kitchen is probably one of the pinnacles of like if that happened in real my real life, I'd be ter- I'd terror like terror. There would yeah. be terror inside of me. Yeah. Look what you made me do. Yeah. 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 With opening all the cupboards and cabinets and stuff. The little kid with the gunshot too is another yeah, one that would gnarly. be. Remember when that the the, the the cultural hoopla about that when that movie hit that door is opening just because the wind but it's freaking me the fuck <laughs> <laughs> um when that movie hit that that was kind of like God in a shitty way I'm gonna relate it to Columbine and what I mean by that is like there could be a school shooting tomorrow we're gonna talk about it we're gonna forget about it by lunchtime. But when Columbine hit, it was the first of its kind. We did not forget about that shit for months. And we talked about that. And, like, there have been twists before and after The Sixth Sense. But that was one of the first big ones to do it big. And we're like, oh, shit. That was there the whole time. He was and dead the whole time. That's, what, that's like, people talked about that movie for months. And, and, and na- now we'll get a twist like that. And be like, oh, that's pretty good. But, we'll, you know, on to the next movie type shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, nice. well, that was like the first. Was that the first M Night Shyamalan movie to come out? Yeah, Shyamalan on M. Yeah, so and everyone was like, "Fuck, this guy's amazing!" And that wrote him the ticket. That still, he's gonna pop out another hundred bad ones, still waiting for the good one. Right. I am not an M Night Shyamalan but, fan. See, I I am. I know he's pumped out shit, but I liked Signs. He to me, he builds and builds and builds, and then the ending always sucks for me. You don't like the twists into something normal because I feel like he always has these. Like, it seems like it's going to be paranormal, kind of weird, and then it turns out to be kind of normal. Yeah. Like, the I, village. I thought that, the, the I village thought the is a twi- prime example of why I don't like it. I thought the twist in the village was go- awesome. I didn't like it at all. And did I you, literally... Did you, did you see it coming? No. But I was... there. Were, to me, the... The redhead girl who was blind... That's Dallas... Dallas Bri- Bryce, 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 Bryce Dallas, Dallas Howard. Howard. I couldn't figure out through the whole fucking movie. I saw it in the theater too. I couldn't figure out if she was blind or not throughout the whole movie. Like, I was like, is this bitch blind? What's happening? Can she see that? No. Oh, wait, is she? The scene, the scene. It was so distracting for me. And then the fucking end of it, I was like. The scene where, uh, because it it takes place in old timey, you know, New England or something like that. Where like, oh, I think I'm. May I take your hand in marriage? I think I'm going to fall in love with you. Let's get married this Friday. And yeah. like the whole village is going to be there. So when Joaquin Phoenix and Bryce Dallas Howard are like going to get married and Adrian, Adrian Brody is like the mentally challenged kid that Bryce Dallas Howard kind of takes care of. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, he's challenged, but he's like smart enough where like he gets jealous and he shows up to Joaquin Phoenix's like cottage and he's like, Hey man, I just, I mean, and this is Joaquin Phoenix talking to him. He's like, I want to kind of, you know, love's a weird thing, you know, and I'm sure she loves you, just loves you and me in a different way. And, and he's talking and you can, the, I think the, either it cuts out completely or the volume just goes down on the conversation and Joaquin Phoenix just like kind of slows his facial expressions down and it stops and then it just shows adrian brody's face and he just like because they're like face to face 
and he just steps back and it just shows Adrian Brody's like knife in his hand and he just stabbed Joaquin Phoenix in the stomach like he pulled up there to kill him and like Joaquin Phoenix just like falls down it was set it was such a good scene because you didn't really know what was going on yeah and it was like at that point like there's no volume and it's I mean I, I'm assuming that's what it feels like a good stab like just everything like pinpoints around that feeling and, yeah everything goes quiet yeah and then he runs away and then when like Bryce, bitch. I, I love the scene when like because he's he, he survives it but Bryce Dallas Howard kind of finds out what happens and Major and Brody you know he's like I'm sorry I'm sorry and she's like blind and she like tr- find, pats around and finds him and just beats the shit out of him <laughs> It's so good. It's shit like that. Like, yeah. what are you doing? Like, are you there? Like, right. Like, just starts like, and kicks the shit out of him. It's so good. But, yeah. Uh, continue. Um, go ahead. Six cents, man. I don't know if you guys have seen the Unbreakable Split and Now Glass I have it, trilogy. but I am. Those are intriguing to me. So Unbreakable is really good. That came out a while ago. That I've was, seen the beginning part of that it. That was like the last movie that people unanimously liked from M. Night Shyamalan. They liked, I thought Split was fantastic. I didn't see that one, but I want to see that. That's James McAvoy, right? Yeah. His ability to switch between those characters is pretty pretty fascinating. James McAvoy is a quality-ass actor. That's how how fucking yeah, yeah he is. Really? James McAvoy is one of my favorites. Yeah. He's great. He's, God, he was so good as Professor X. And I just recently saw glass which wasn't as good as i wanted it to be but it was it was pretty good it's so nice. weird seeing him in split and seeing him as professor x and then going back to like wanted remember the action oh, movie yeah, with Angelina yeah, yeah. Jolie? you like ever that? seen him in filth no oh see this yeah i think you guys should watch that filth is it's starring him and he's a a dirty cop in scotland i think it's good nice yeah it's a fun watch nice Okay, I like M. Night Shyamalan. He doesn't kick out the best. Like, the happening was horrible. Yeah. Uh, the village wasn't that Happening good. wasn't good, but I didn't think it was as bad as everyone thought it was. It's just, they're just mediocre. Right. But, that that That's a very good way to put it. They're M. Bland. Night Shyamalan, yeah, it's very boring to Yeah, me. but they, they talked about, I mean, because he's cursed with, oh, you made a really good one, now everything has to be this good. But when the happening came out, they it was like, they treated it like fucking Tommy Wiseau was the director. It's the worst fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, but it seems like he's like, I mean, and I can't speak for the glass and the unbreakable and all that, but it seems like he just like, okay, let's do this formula again. Yeah, make like, a twist. Bill, 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 massive twist. Yeah, oh, that didn't work. <laughs> Bill, like, Bill, Bill, massive twist. It's like the Family Guy cut away with him. What a twist! Right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's that that was what it seemed like to me. Like, okay, you don't have to do the same thing every time. But I see, I feel like he hits on some. Like, I thought Split was great. Yeah. I, I thought, thought Split I loved Did that one have a big twist at the end? No. Okay, so see, that's, that's a Unbreakable style. doesn't really either. Right, either. and that's what I mean. Like, I, I didn't know. False. I didn't know. But Unbreakable does. I don't know. What's the twist? That Samuel Jackson's the uh, the villain. Well, I guess, yeah. Yeah, I'm. I was thinking more of like his his typical twist of like you think something supernatural is happening. Real. It's not. Yeah. It's like it's something. It's all a dream. It can be explained. Right. The start of Unbreakable is so good. The, the when he falls down the stairs. It's fucking weird. Oh <laughs> yeah, that, that's. Uh, I hate that yeah. time. Yeah. Um. No one. He brings all that together pretty well in class. They're explaining 
to Bruce Willis, like other than that guy who's bleeding out and is about to die, you're the there's not a scratch on you, and you're the only person alive with this train accident. And then he gets up and walks out of the hospital, and there's all the families of people who just yeah. died, and they're all just staring at him. Like the scene I like in that in the beginning of that movie is when he starts to lift the weights in the garage with his kid, and they start putting more and more weight on, and the kids like how or he's like keeps asking how much is it and he he has to add it up yeah yeah it's just a massive amount and bruce wills just like soft gentle delivery yeah 100 pounds i know uh when the little kid pulls the gun on his dad remember that scene no they're in the kitchen it's they're having like a conversation like do they have marital problems i can't remember I don't remember either, but everything's starting to go good. And this is towards the end of the movie. Oh, I didn't see the end. I just saw the beginning. They're, they're in the kitchen, and like Bruce Willis is sitting down at like the dinner table and talking to his wife and their kids in there. And he's like talking, and then just out of he's like, "Yeah, I just can't wait to whatever do something like that." And he's just like, "Whatever." The kid's name Tommy. Tommy, what the hell are you doing? And he's like standing by the 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 fucking the you know the sink, pointing a gun at his dad, and he's like. Mom, he's real. He's, 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 I swear if I shoot It's him, not gonna hurt him! It's not gonna shoot him. He's like, God damn it, give me the fucking gun! Tommy, if you shoot me, I will die! Jeez. And he's like, Christ, I swear, he's my dad, you're gonna be okay, I swear! And then, like, talks him down, but, like, he's so angry that he can't, like, prove to his mom that he's real that he, like, he's like, fine! He, like, runs and, like, slams the gun down right to his dad and, like, runs away. Yeah. But it's pretty, it's pretty tense scene. It's pretty good. Nice. Um... Yeah. I like that it's a teaming a little superhero movie without it being like a superhero movie too. Let's let's right. let's go back on top of go back to the sixth sense. Is is it a birthday party where Haley Joel Osment St- Oh I hate it. I was gonna talk about this scene. Go a birthday party where Haley Joel Osment gets what what is We're that? Playing an attic? Is it an attic? It's it's a it's a fucking waiter it's oh, a dumbwaiter. Food yeah, it's called food, a dumbwaiter. Yeah. And they yeah, they're not playing hide and go seek, are they? They're doing something. One of the kids, he gets he's a he gets bullied throughout the movie. Yeah. Oh, they say like, oh, something's up here. Like they trick him into like, finally, you're gonna be cool. You're gonna hang out with us, and they fucking put him in this thing in the dumbwaiter, and they close it. They put Haley Joel Osment in there. Yeah. yeah, and then it's something like, there's something. Get me the fuck out of there. You hear a voice, and he go the this voice of a man go, oh, oh please, help me. I'm stuck in here. Help. Help! Help! And like scratching, and then Haley Joel Osment starts. It. <laughs> like that is the stuff I'm getting shivers right yeah, now thinking yeah, about it too. Let me interject. Is there a movie on your list that I very well could be in the mid 2000s with Ryan Reynolds? No, it almost did though. Boom. Okay, yeah. so this reminds me of the Amityville Horror remake. Yeah. Remember when uh, the babysitter is like, you know, that's where they shot. Uh, What's her name? Judy. Yeah. Is it Judy. Judy DeFeo. That's where. That's where they shot, um, her. And she's like, if you go stand in there for five minutes, whatever. And the little kid flips around. He's like, why don't you go stand in there for five minutes? She's like, yeah, but you're gonna give me your ACDC poster or something like that. She goes stands in there. She's like, okay, five minutes is up. And she like can't open the fucking thing. And the little kid, the little the ghost goes in there. The the she turns around. The ghost is in there, and she's got the bullet hole in her fucking forehead. And the babysitter is like in a catatonic state and like pointing at her. And the little kid like walks forward and puts her finger through the uh, fucking bullet hole. Oh, 
and then it just cuts to like Ryan Reynolds and they get home from their date and the police are there and they're taking the babysitter away on a stretcher because she's just so like mortified. She's terrified. Yeah. And that's such a creepy scene. Yeah. Oh, can't do those ones. One of the ones out of the Sixth Sense uh, that I didn't like was uh, when Misha Barton is under the table or whatever. I don't know what under she's under. Under the bed. Under, is she under the bed? And she's is that Misha up. Barton? Yeah. That yeah. is Misha Barton. Yeah. She's under the bed. she's been poisoned. She keeps... She, that's how she died. She was getting poisoned, right? Yeah. And he, she's throwing up into her hand. He, like, heard... Oh, no, 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 no. He hears the ghost. And he's got his fort. That's, like, his that's safety right. fort. And yeah, he's got yeah, all yeah. his, like, blessed things in there. Yeah. And he run that he stole from the church. Yeah. And he runs in there and he slides into the fort. And he's sitting there with his fucking flashlight. And then all of a sudden you hear movement like coming up to the tent and then he, he's got the flashlight up and the little pin cushions that are holding it in. Fucking go. And he like watches it. And I think he runs out of there because it starts doing that. And as it falls, the little girl's under there. And when he fucking takes it off her, she's going. Yeah. That's a creepy scene. Yeah. And then yeah. she fucking later when he goes to her funeral or whatever it is she's walking around the room she fucking grabs him from under the bed which is so this the most fucked up part of the whole movie because they've already established a canal like a friendship here right like why are you still scaring me bitch yeah like just pop up in your bed and be like yeah. hey it's under here yeah that's such a good scene where the dad goes down to the wake with the tape like he knows the jig is up and confronts the mom. He doesn't uh, even know yet, does he? I thought he I went. He goes downstairs and puts it in the VCR downstairs. Right. Oh, yeah, is yeah, that what yeah, it is? Yeah. yeah. I forgot about that. And then part. she, he like sees the recording Cause, of her because he's watching. It, it, and she walks in. Is it a yeah. stepmom? Yes, I think it is. I can't remember. And she's it. putting pine salt in her like soup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's keeping her sick. Yeah. Keeping her sick. Yeah, poisoned. Slowly poisoned her. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, and then the dad. When he's like watching and she walks in all happy, not knowing what's going on, and like everybody just kind of like, oh, right. What? That's a good scene. Put yourself in the position of a friend or like a very distant relative, not someone, not like a brother or a son or something like that. That's gonna feel immediate rage, but someone is an outsider that your feeling is uncomfort when you realize what you just connected. Like you're in that wake and you're just and it's like a distant friend. And you're like yeah. awkward, oh, like shit. yeah. Are you kidding me? What yeah, am I like, witnessing? How, right, and and is this fucking real? It's yeah. not awkward, like oh shit, like I just realized she killed. Her. It's like oh shit, he just found out and she just showed up. Right. Oh fuck. Yeah. Unbelievable. Wait, who says who says what next? Who yeah. makes the first move? Right. Would anyone like hors d'oeuvres or like food? It wouldn't be like it would just. I, I guess made... I won't have what she's having. Yeah. <laughs> made a ham <laughs> did oh someone God. just eating soup i could just see i really it's it back out i really could just see katie foreman and that <laughs> oh my backs super, super awkward left <laughs> got bowls of soup backs up into the kitchen back the is awkward. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god red they know six cents uh, was a pretty big uh that's, like social phenomenon that scene in the car when they're in the traffic jam when she's like god i wonder if anyone got hurt and Haley joel osmond's like they did there's someone dead up there that and was she, in the trailer i remember 
Well, that that's the, that's, that's the final yeah. scene where he ends up saying, "Do you want to know my secret? I'm ready to open up to you, mom. I see dead people." Like that. The acting by that lady in yeah. that scene is unreal. Uh, that's the woman that's from, the from Hereditary. Hereditary. Yeah, that's Tony Collette. Yes. Yeah, kills it. Yeah, she's like so Tony good. Collette. But but yeah, that whole back and forth because that's a long scene when she was like. Holy shit. I, you can see the dead body, honey? She's yeah, like, yeah. he's standing right next to my window. What do you mean? She plays... And then they go through that whole scene like, you know, your grandma was really mad. You know, you guys got into this big fight and she showed up at your recital and she said, you like, whatever. That whole scene where it makes her cry. She does That's emotional, so like, disheveled mother so well. Yeah. So, so well. Tony Collette is a badass actress. Yeah, I like her. Number uh, two. Six cents. Six cents. Wait, we're already the, in twos? I think it was three. No, that was two. What? I'm, I'm number... I started. I'm starting the number twos. Yeah. It's going to slam. Okay, hang tight. Let me check. The flop's check. there. Um, But I, the ending for me... I take back that the mom is the scariest. The birthday party in that dumbwaiter. I remember the first time watching that during that scene it was like i i i was put into Haley joel osmond's like i was in there with him and i was like oh my god we gotta we gotta get fucking out of here yeah there's someone else in here with me i'm freaking out that would be terrifying can you imagine being like stuck in a closet or something no and you obviously think you're alone you're like ah, come on guys let me out and then there's someone else in there with you who's terrified for their life did you guys see the um, Haunting of Hill House? No, I don't watch these. I don't like these ones. I watched the first episode. There, I watched the whole series like three times. I loved it. But um, there's a scene in it where this kid, and they're in this old fucking house. He wants to go down the dumbwaiter really bad. And the, the one of the older sisters, she's like, no, like I don't want to do that. And he's like, I promise I won't tell that you did it. Like, Just let me do it. I just want to go for a ride in it. She was like, fine. And he goes, just send me up to the next floor and I won't ask you again. And so she agrees to it and she puts him in there and she hits the up button and it immediately starts going down. And they're in the bottom floor already. Oh, shit. So he's like, why am I going down? Like, stop, make it stop, make it stop. And she's like, I'm trying, I'm trying. And so he goes down and the thing opens into this dark room and he's got... I don't remember if he has a flashlight or what, but he, there's like a ghost in there and it starts coming after him and like starts physically getting on him and he starts to freak the fuck out. And the sister is up, a floor up, can hear him screaming and they finally get it to come up again and his pajamas that he's wearing is ripped and the parents didn't believe him that anything Obviously. was down there. Right. And then they, the sister discovers that there's this whole old cellar down there and they end up all going down there. She went down there by herself and looked and found in the middle of the room the piece of her brother's ripped pajamas. Jesus Christ. Yeah. It's creepy. I don't like those things. Yeah. Things that can, I, I believe can happen. I'm out of, count me out. There's a video, I think it's faked, come, that was from Brazil. Of uh, these two cops get called to um, <clears throat> like a noise complaint, and it's down in this basement. 
of I don't oh, know. Oh fucking was. Christ! I know Have exactly. You seen this? Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. I don't Holy know what shit, it used to be. Shivers down my back. But let me see if I can pull it up. They're like walking down a staircase, and all you can hear is just fucking. You folks need to turn. My bad, sorry. All you can hear is just. And you walk down like they're we. It's them with a camera, and they're walking down. They got flashlights, and it's it, you enter this long hallway. Picture, picture like battered Russell Ford Stevens. Yeah, it's like cement. Looks almost very like you know, basement sewer type. Mm-hmm. And the lights are flickering down there the entire time. And as they come down these stairs and look down the hallway, at the end of the hallway, there's this red door that's literally just going. Oh, I think I've seen that. So it's, it's a morgue. It's a viral video of a morgue door slamming on its own. It's straight up terrifying. And so they're walking towards it and they're getting their key. And this door, it's not like something's like a wind. It's really, really windy and it's blowing it back and forth. Right. It's like someone's taking it and two hands throwing it and then bringing yeah. it back and throwing it. And as they get closer and closer and closer, they get probably five yards away. And the lights flicker and go off. And it all stops. And the lights slowly come back on and like are kind of flickering again, but it had all stopped. And it just, it gets me. And they, they like investigate it and you think, oh, it's someone in there, like a kid or something. They're in the room and they're just fucking do, 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 do. But they go up and it's like where you keep a fire hose. So there's no one could be in there. Yeah. That's so fucking creepy. I think it's done. Does it start again? I don't think so. But yeah, things like that. Ooh. No, thank you. Of course, in real life, that would be fucking super scary. But watching it doesn't. Like, it doesn't scare me. It might be, like, tense or make you jumpy, but it doesn't scare me. Well, I mean, it scares me because then I think, like, fuck, that could happen. Like, I could be a part of one of these. See, I don't think, like, in that, I don't know why I don't think that, because I believe in ghosts. I think that there's a lot of fucking energy out there. Sabrina, being in your house by yourself at 11 at night. I've been creeped out With your cat alone. right next to you. <laughs> and all of a sudden, you hear something out in your living room, and your cat starts growling. What you've never heard before. <laughs> and then when you go out and you check, first of all, you're you're thankful that it's not a robber that just broke into your house. But then it's these two planters that just fell over by themselves. They just fell over. Something pushed them. Yeah. Something did push them. Um, my number two, I'm almost positive Nate hasn't seen. I'm almost positive you have, but it's going to be kind of hard if you don't remember what it's called it's called my number two is the gate i don't know if i remember this okay so the gate is the best like truly 80s horror movie i have on um my list the gist of it is a group of kids that are left home like kind of like the older sisters babysitting like a like a 10 year old boy and his friend gets to stay over there's like three or four of them and like a portal to hell opens up in their backyard 
because they, they did a bunch of shit on accident. So they get a tree removed at the very start of the uh, movie and it creates like a weird hole. And then like, instead of burying their dog, like someone's dog gets hit by a car, they just throw it in the hole. And then one more thing they do, like kind of opens up a portal. Weird. And there was like a bunch, there's pretty like iconic things from this movie that like might jog your memory. So think of like little like miniature. It was almost like claymation, like these tiny little like evil like gremlin looking horse things like all got out of the, the fucking um, the, the hole and all came up to the sliding glass door and they're all looking in kind of like how to like fucking get in the the house and like they find a way to get in there and they get like the friend ends up getting like got she got got. <laughs> and like he and then that's it he shows up he shows up in the in the wall like they're all like running from him and he shows up in the wall and the sister has to stab him in the face with a barbie the friend yeah because the friend's now like a demon oh. that got got yeah he got got and now he's gonna get them and i think there's a scene where like one of them's looking in the mirror and there's something wrong with his face and it's kind of like he starts scratching it and then he starts like peeling off his face are you thinking of poltergeist I don't think so. It's definitely. Let me show you a little piece of this because I think it's my jog. I, I think you see this. Poltergeist is definitely has the face thing. I think. I've not seen that. It's not too late to close the gate. So it's something like one of the, so like there's that scene where like the older sister has like the boyfriends over like the boyfriend's friends and they have like a out there's like a really demonic band it's like oh you get the new fucking whatever album you know it's your fucking acdc album like look at the look at the cover of this man it's got some weird scripture on it and they start like reading some of it and like opens up like the portal opens up the gate yeah opens up the gate so do they ever close the gate i don't remember how it ends i just remember like you guys remember that part in the trailer where the body falls forward and turns into those little like Mm -hmm. fucking monsters yeah yeah so those monsters get the kid, the, the the friend with the glasses, and they pull him into like the wall. And then like later he comes out of the wall, but you can tell he's all fucked up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can tell like, he got caught. Yeah, he, he got caught. Yeah. <laughs> he experienced some things behind can, the wall. You can tell he's some a, not so cool shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you can tell he's on the payroll of the demons now. <laughs> and like he's like trying to grab his sister like into the wall, and the sister like grabs a Barbie and like starts stabbing him in the face. Tommy just touched my tit again. Yeah. Get out of here, sleazeball. You're such a little purr. You're such a slime. Yes, slime. God, just old school, like, put-downs. So good. I remember there was an episode of Family... You're such a disease, Kevin. Family Matters. Uh, do you remember the episode where, like, who's Eddie? Uh-huh. Almost kicks the shit out of a dude. Waldo? No, he almost kicks the shit out of a guy for going around telling people that, like... Oh, I'm thinking two different episodes. Um, it's it's a gang that fucks Eddie up because Eddie won't join. Like, mm. they beat him up. And the guy's name... He has a fucking, like, big-ass chain around his neck. And he's like, yeah, I'm gonna... You know, it's one word. Baby, my name's Chain. Like, he's, like, oh talking, God. trying to be cool to Laura. And she's like, one word. Like, jerk. And the whole fucking, like, studio audience goes, ooh. <laughs> I fucking love that. Yeah. Like, that, that's all it took back in right. the day. Basic you know, insults. Yeah. I love it. 
Yeah, slime is a good one. Slime. Get out of here. Back off, creep. <laughs> I love that we got a uh, uh, oddball Derek one. I know. There you go. Right. I would love if we could watch that, or you know, if you guys still got the juice tonight, I, you guys would love this movie. I love me some good '80s horror. You know what I love? Hmm. Weed. <laughs> I love weed. Love brother. I will. Uh, I would love to see someone's uh, point of view different from ours, like not super old. But Larry, where if you're listening, we're at ending the episode. But what are your fucking favorite scary movies? Right. You know, like, give me, give me someone else who loves the genre, different generation, different point of yeah. view. Yeah. Um, Brina, what's your two? My number two is a movie called ah! Jiminy Christmas. Sorry. That's why we can't have nice things. I know. Um, it's called Room 1408. Have you guys oh, seen it? I've heard about it. It's not called it... Room 1408. It's just called 1408. Oh, whatever. Yeah. Is it Samuel? Yeah, yep. Continue. And uh, John Cusack. I, I feel like I wanted to see this but never haven't i feel like i've seen pieces it's yeah i almost put it as my number one uh i didn't know this was that high up for you yeah i really like it though but it gives me it's a movie that gives me the fucking like the willies there there was there are people that say oh my god like that gave me the chills and shit like that it's there have been very few instances in my life where like that that video we just watched of the morgue in Brazil, where yeah. like I've encountered something like that in my real life, where like z- literally zero to one hundred, everything just went up, and I get really quiet. My mouth just got really dry. I'm like, oh shit. There was a couple movies that have done that. Fourteen oh eight is one of them. Yeah. Where zero to one hundred literally flip switch, everything just stood up on my body. Like I'm not joking. Like, is it the same scene for you? Uh, there's there's one scene that did it for me because that movie's not scary for me until one scene. What's the scene? The very end. Tell me what the scene is. So the whole did you see this movie? I'm pretty sure I have. Tell, tell our listeners what the movie's about. The movie is about John Cusack is uh, an author and he goes around to haunted places and stays the night in these haunted places and then writes reviews on them about his experience how haunted if it's haunted whatever and he's kind of like one of those guys that you know he's you can tell there's some sort of fucking trauma he's gone through and he's just kind of unshakable the trauma is he was married with a child and she gets cancer yeah well that you don't know that in the beginning i don't think I don't know. You, he just is don't a, put your number on the front, you stupid. Yeah, he's just one of those guys that seems like he can't really fucking shake his tree at all. He doesn't care about anything. I got a tree. And he's a nihilist. So he ends up at this hotel. Drink. drink. Derek must be feeling better. <laughs> uh, he ends up at this hotel. It's old hotel. And... It, he wants to stay in the room 1408 and Samuel Jackson is the guy that's running the hotel and he Oof. does everything in his power to try to persuade or dissuade him. dissuade him from staying in it and he can't convince him and so he ends up staying the night in this hotel. Does he know that 1408 is trouble? He does has been Cusack told. Know? Oh, so, okay. Yeah, yeah, he's been told. 
He's not just randomly asking. No, 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 no. He wants to like debunk it and write about it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He knows it's haunted, but in in everybody in the hotel takes it seriously. They only do service once a year in the room. Nobody goes in there alone. Like it's nobody even like stays near that room. Yeah. It, it's it's a whole fucking thing. It's off limits. This hotel. Yeah. It's off completely off limits. The only people that have stayed in there or or have been caught in there alone have died and they're bad. Bad things happen. So he refuses, you know, all the things Sam Jackson has to say to him and he stays the night in the hotel. And fucking two minutes in, things start getting weird. And it's just, it's a very slow build and it's, it fucks with his head and you kind of go along this roller coaster with him and the music on the radio keeps popping on and it's the carpenters. We've only just begun. Jesus Christ. And so you hear this like soothing music, but it's very telling. We've only just begun. Yeah. And weird, really weird stuff starts to happen to him. And it's fucking super creepy. Something with his kid? Yeah, I think so. Something with his kid happens in it? What's the ending scene you're talking about? So uh, so you find out that uh, the kid dies of cancer. Yeah. And it breaks up their marriage. Yeah. So, um... He ha- um Like, he, he keeps going through... Like, he doesn't know what's real and what's fake. Yeah. And, um... Like the all the wind, like he has to, he can't get out of his room, so he goes outside and scales the wall, and he like looks over, and the the building is like unrealistically a mile long, like he's having a hallucination, and it's all brick. There's no windows, yeah. so he's like he can't escape. He's stuck. He can't get anyone's attention, and then uh, he escapes. Like the room floods. And he kind of like passes out from drowning and he wakes up on a beach and you kind of put together like, oh, it's just a surfing accident. And like 20 minutes of the movie go by where like he's starting to live life again. Like he's like, oh, that was a weird dream. And like going through the motions and shit like that. And then his whole world starts crumbling. Like literally it's a little crumble of his like world and he's back in the room. And he almost says like, I was, I was, I got out. I was gone type shit. And like, his daughter that's dead that he misses is like, Daddy, don't you miss me? I miss you, Dad. And like... That's what I remember. So there's that. And the whole movie, he's a writer, so he's like keeping notes on his little voice this recorder. Is, this is yeah. what I remember. Yeah. So he ends up getting actually saved because he starts a fire and they pull him out. And he reconciles with his wife at the end and he's going through like... He gets a box of shit that was in the room and his belongings and they're all burnt up except for his voice recorder. And he's like, oh, I wonder if I still got anything on here. And the wife's like doing random shit and he like clicks it on and he hears his daughter's voice on it. And it's, daddy, don't, I'm getting chills just thinking about it right now. Look, you see my arm? Yeah. <laughs> like, um, like, daddy, I miss, she's like crying. She's like, I miss you, daddy. And immediately when the wife is like doing something, hears that drops the plate and it breaks and she like looks at him like covering her voice like she can't believe the shit like he was not bullshitting yeah this really happened and john cusack's just almost like staring at her and the movie like kind of just focuses on his mouth and he just kind of gives like a half cock smirk like i wasn't crazy this whole time yeah but the voice you hear on that is just so like 
chilling. It's such a good movie, you, I think. You, you don't see it coming. Yeah, it, and it just keeps fucking with you. That's what I didn't like about it is that it just, it's a repetitive fucking. Like, you're not sure what's real, if he's out, if it's the ghost, if it's the room, if he'll get out. You think he's out. Nope, he's not. <laughs> like, it just goes through over and over and over. And it's just creepy, creepy, creepy. Creepy, creepy, creepy. Yeah. It's a good one, though. It is good. Yeah, I really like that one. It, it That, to me, is a good movie that gives me the willies, and I like the characters in it. Let me some John Cusack. Oh, not good enough. I love the Cusack family. Joan? They have She's a bad bitch. Debbie? Debbie. Number ones. Number ones. I may have someone in this circle that disagrees, but number one for me, the first time watching, Paranormal Activity, 110%. That movie terrified me. It's not scary. You're high. <laughs> You're so dumb. I strong, if anybody's I, high in here, it's no, you. I, I, strong, so I strongly believe there are movies that you need to take the full effect in by watching it alone with the lights off. You did not do this. I watched, watched it, it with the lights off with Dad. No, you watched yeah. it with the three of us and you guys cut it up the whole time. You no. purposely didn't get into the mood to watch the movie. You can't, you can't get, you can't I watch. I didn't, I did not on purpose get out of a mood to watch a scary movie Bullshit. i was ready for it mm-hmm. so let me tell you why this is a terrifying movie because it starts out with little things that everybody just i don't know these are like innate thoughts i think that everybody's just born with of like something's gonna start grabbing your toes at the end of the bed underneath the covers like shit that something's gonna close the door when you're sitting here by by yourself and it starts out with little things like it's that. A, it's the slowest burn. Like the fucking little, the the underneath where it's just going like this yeah. as they're sleeping or the, the covers are just getting like tossed up a little bit yeah. while they're sleeping. And then it just, it spirals into he's fucking throwing people across the room. The, the scene. That could happen. Okay. I just, I just said there are very few things that like brought every hair up onto my body that was another movie that did it when she gets drugged out of the bed and starts screaming yeah uh and his name's micah she starts screaming micah help me yeah then she gets a beat she gets let go yeah i'm talking about the time like the worst part when it went full bore it was like all right this stop being scary because they're fucked but when it was like half where she was getting kind of like drug out, but like they escaped it and like made it through the till the next morning. Get the fuck out of that, here! Could that, you imagine that getting pulled out of bed and then you have to stay there? Oh, and then acting like oh yeah, no big thing. If I get pulled out of my bed tonight, I'd be I'd gone. Be, yeah, tell Every, me the fuck all out. Of us would leave. I, yeah, I would be gone. I'd leave. I'd leave the moment you told us. The moment you said something dragged me out of my bed. Exactly. And be like, I'm getting. Let's get our shit. Exactly. Cool. We're going to stay at my mom's and Everett. Yeah. Get the fuck Prop out of the here. doors open. Right. Yeah. All the lights are on. <laughs> yeah. But that movie, oh, it's, I'm a big sound person. Sounds do a lot for me yeah. in all aspects they, of my they life. Do, th- there's big low bass sounds. The, yeah, like the thuds. Yeah. The thuds all over, those are terrifying The, the footsteps you hear. The yeah. Boom, the really boom, low boom, bass footsteps. Deep. Boom. Boom. Like up the stairs. The when, things at, that shake the foundation. At the very end, when because the whole the whole movie is a found footage thing, so it's a it's a video recorder. You can see the time lapsing, like 
2 a.m. in the morning and then like they do a lot of things where like it's 2 a.m. and then they fast forward time to 3.45 a.m. and then slow it back down because this is where the action is. She gets up. She gets possessed at the very end of the movie. The the girl oh, relationship does. I hate it. And I she just it. goes to the side of the bed where he is sleeping and just stands there. And then they do a time lapse where she's just standing there and staring at him for like eight hours. I hate it. And it's just so fucking creepy to think about. So that's a good movie. Not the scariest in the series. Have you seen all of them? Yeah. Oh yeah. So the one with the kids is the, the worst. third one is the best one. It takes place in the eighties when yeah. the girl is a baby. Oh, it's this this one. This one just gives me chills so thinking about it. So fucking good. It's that one. And if they were like, okay, recreate what you just did, but here's a million dollar hundred million dollar budget, and that's what they did. It's so much better. Well, it, Paranormal Activity was a uh, like a record low budget. It's the movie. most successful indie movie of all time. Yeah, and they made it on a budget of I think I want to say either half a million or a million. It's in it's it's shot in the director's house. Yeah, like he used his own house for it. It's in Benita, California. So, sure. Benita. Yeah. There's a scene. So the the third one and the first one are connected um, because it's. You, you can't you just you Same know family. yeah you know batchet's happening in the first one you don't really know why yeah. and the third one you find out why and it's because the kid's grandmother it's kind of, it's almost like a hereditary thing where like she's trying to like she, she's family. part of a covenant so like you kind of find that out at the very end and there's the stepdad is the the cameraman and he's cool he's a good guy the whole movie and at the end when they're like okay our house is kind of fucked up like nana we're gonna come stay with you or they don't really know like what's up Mm -hmm. oh that part is i forgot about that so like the kid like it's one of the last scenes where like you just like it's it's a sharp awakening of the camera and it's like you see the time you see the time and it's like 3 a.m and he's waking up and he's like um i just thought i just heard something and it's like 3 a.m and you see like headlights pull up like outside Okay. And like that's all you hear, and he's like, he walks down. It's a and it's a super slow walk and a slow burn, and he walks out, and like in between, like the house and the garage aren't connected, so he walks out of the house and he's got the camera on and he walks into the garage. It's like POV. Yeah. Of you. Yeah. Is. And he flips on the light, and there's like 15 people in the garage just staring at him, like this close, and then they all just like start. It's not a run, but it's like a brisk move to like get him. A yeah. quick movement. And he's like, what, what the fuck's going on? And he like runs back into the house and that's where all the shit comes to a head. Like more people start coming out. Ooh. Yeah. And then um, that's the end of the movie. Because, Well, I mean, obviously the demon shows up. Um, he ends up getting murdered. Like, yeah, they're oh. doing like a ritualistic shit. Oh, and so he, these are all his, the grandma's he's gonna friends. Get got. Yeah, yeah. He, these are all the grandma's friends like coming oh, over because this the, is it's the covenant. This is the night that they're like, okay, the family's coming over. They're here now. This is like the crescendo. Yeah, of, gotcha. It's one of the creepiest parts is like he gets out of the garage mm-hmm. and he's running. He's running the fifteen steps it takes to get into the house, and he looks back, and they're all like five feet away from him, like. Nobody says anything. There's no like facial expressions. They're all just like straight face looking at him. Yeah, yeah there's no yelling. There's but no imagine, imagine going into this garage and flipping on the light 
and there's just 15 people staring at you. Dude, like, if I went into a garage and one person was standing in there, that would freak me the fuck yeah. out. Hey, dude, what are you yeah. doing? Right. Well, fuck! Carl, what are you yeah. What are you doing, man? Yeah, We've talked it. about this. I also, uh, the, the way they did Paranormal Activity, the actual demon itself, where they never showed anything. It was always just a shadow on a wall. Yeah. That, that gets me. Because it's like, how do you fight that? Yeah, it's it's very beast like because of how you can, you can tell from the sound it's very very heavy. Yeah, and then and then there's sometimes where like the girls like what the fuck and you can just hear it. It's almost like a beast like <sighs> like that, and you hear like you can see her like hair yeah like, fucking move away. Something just breathe behind her. She's like, what the fuck? I know exactly what you do. You call John Constantine <sighs> and he takes care of it. Yeah, good luck. Call, yeah, good luck. With yeah, not with this one. You know what I'm saying. And it's and it's friends with when they're little girls. That's for, little girls are the scariest of any. And it, put a little girl in a scary movie; it's scary. Yeah, it's little girls creepy. are terrifying. <laughs> children, children in movies in scary movies are are highly effective. Agreed. Yeah, little girls are the peak. They're the worst. They're the worst. <laughs> Because they should be these sweet little, you want to love them little, you know, oh, you're so cute. And then they... Did you hear anything? It was the cat. He just sprinted out. Okay, good. Paranormal activity. Yeah. Uh, I, I saw that in the movie theater with Chris Diego. We were the only two in there. That would be fun. I, I, watched... I remember when she was getting drug out of the bed, we were like, we weren't even quiet about it. We're like, oh, like <laughs> there, there, there was a, a seat in between us because we weren't doing the gay thing. No homo. Yeah, no homo. <laughs> and we, we just kept, like, touching each other, like, on the arms and shit. Like, oh, bitch, get out the room. <laughs> yeah, bitch, get out the room. <laughs> you were fucking Regina King. Yeah. Or, no, what's her fucking name? The girl from the scary movies. Yeah. Yeah. Don't go in there. Oh! Yeah. I yeah. I had to go in there. <laughs> See, I know he was bad. <laughs> yeah. So that was good. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. I got you on candid camera, fool. Derek, what's your number one? Um, it's another like somewhat oddball one. It's but it's it's not from the eighties. It's from like the mid early two thousands. It's called Session Nine. I've heard of this. Okay, have you seen this? Neither of you have seen it. No. So it takes place uh, in a real place. It's somewhere in Massachusetts or New Hampshire. It's called Danvers State Mental Hospital. Great. So. Um, There's like four guys. The main guy is David Caruso. Um, let me see if I can do this right. Okay, so he's one of them. Is the other guy is I think is here. Let me look it up real quick. David Caruso is a guy from CSI, I think. Oh, okay, the redhead. Yeah. Okay, okay. so like. They're in this mental hospital, and it's pretty, like, gross, run down, and they all kind of separate. Like, one of them, who's the smart one, finds these tapes, and it's tapes of a psychologist talking to someone with split personalities. And um, it's this voice. He's like, can, can we... Um, they're t it's talking to this little boy named... Uh, fucking billy or something like that and he's like can you tell me why you did what you did and like what's wrong and he's like talking and then he's like who else was there and he's like dolly was there 
and uh, his voice completely changed to like this woman's voice like the patient's voice and you like you can kind of put together that they're, like they're interviewing like this guy did something really bad and he has split personalities and they're trying to like get to the root of like what happened and like the first two or three tapes like it's this kid billy and then the first four five and six is like this completely different personality and it's it's a, it's a slow burn because it's a stack of tapes and you see he's on like three mm-hmm. and there's one that says session nine on it obviously you know what the movie's called so that's where shit's gonna hit the fan and the doctor keeps asking the patients like you know i've heard from billy and i've heard from dolly i really want to hear from simon and it, the 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 patient keeps going like no we we i don't i don't know who simon is i don't want to talk to simon and like billy's voice is very juvenile dolly is very like feminine girly and when he finally choruses this patient to get simon out it's very cool calm collect deep demonic and he's like hello doctor like um and kind of like it's um and it's just and it's almost like a narration because they keep that he keeps listening to these tapes as they're going uh back and forth between what the other people are doing mm-hmm. uh, and you kind of find out like the guy his whole life is in shambles because he's like uh what's the, he asked one of the guys one of the guys is this hotshot asshole who's dating stole the girlfriend of like another one so there's a bunch of animosity and tension Mm-hmm. and the, the owner of the business is like hank what's the dumbest thing you've ever done in your life and he's like well fucking uh introducing my girlfriend to this guy was pretty fucking dumb and they kind of laugh about it and he's like i hit meredith the other day and he's like what do you mean he's like i fucking just got home super late um it, it, like the baby was crying she spilled coffee on an accident and i fucking hit her and i i been and the whole time he's on the phone like he's getting away from his asbestos crew to like make these comp- these calls and he just keeps getting voicemail and he's like baby i just please i'm so sorry i don't know what got into me like and he's and you can tell he's a genuine guy and he's really sweet and he's kind of like trying to apologize and um towards the end of the movie like when simon's talking on these tapes and he's like he's like where do you live simon because he asked he asked the kid that nicer like um you know, split personality. He's like, where do you live? He's like, I live in the happy thoughts. Um, and asked Dolly and Dolly says something. And he's like, Simon, where do you live? He's like, I live in the sick and in the wounded. And which kind of like, I think you're supposed to say like, he, he's like, he's the possession. Like he, he's like taking over people who are like are weak. And when he says that, it's kind of an unravel. The owner of the business is like, been really sick mentally and he didn't like there's a reveal where he didn't just hit his wife he like the baby keeps crying and crying and crying he's like will you shut the fucking baby she's like she's your daughter and like you hear the baby starting it's just like kind of like a voiceover thing you hear the baby start to get like strangled jesus and and, like the wife is like what are you leaving get your fucking hand and like then he doesn't hit her he like kills the baby he kills like his wife and his daughter Jesus Christ. Jeez. So he, and he's, but this whole time he's like been trying to like call a voice. And he's like, baby, just take me back. I'm so sorry. But she's not alive. You're right. What the fuck? So there's the scene, the kid of the group, because there's four of them. And there's like, the, you know, the kid that like is just. The young kid. Yeah. He has, it's a phobia where he's afraid of the dark. 
And he's like, no, fuck no, man. I can't go down there. Like, whatever. It's a super long, like, mile-long corridor where it's just a hallway. And it shows it throughout the movie. Like, they've walked it a couple times and it's kind of normal. But just every, like, 50 feet, there's a light bulb. Uh-huh. And he's in there and he's walking it along. And something happens where, like, the lights just one by one starts going out faster and faster and faster. And he just kind of puts it together. He's like, oh, God. Oh, God. Shit. And he's he's sprinting is to try and keep up. And he's just, it's not that he's afraid of what's behind him. He's afraid of the dark. Yeah. And it's, he, the, the scream he lets out when the dark eventually envelopes him is so scary like he, he it's such good acting where he's just so you feel so bad for this guy yeah because he's so afraid of that i mean it's a grown ass he's like a 26 year old kid where he's a yeah. grown ass dude but he's just like you can tell there's some kid in him yeah and it all goes to shit because like he ends up getting lobotomized by one of the guys um by one of the his co-workers yeah like what? his one of the co-workers they're all turning like crazy because of the asbestos and they're all just out there for so long and shit and Sounds like a crazy movie. Right. It's, it's 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 hard. And it's not one thing like, oh yeah, Amityville Horror. They're in the movie. The, ho- the house is alive. There's demons in it and shit. Yeah. There's just so much going on in this movie. Jesus. And it's such a good, like, I remember the Billy Ash turned me on. It was like, you know, there's a movie that's actually fucking pretty scary. Um, it's called Session 9. You should check it out. And I watched it. And I was like, oh shit, man. This is really Billy. good. Yeah. So, um there's the scene where the guy the piece of shit that stole the guy's girlfriend he's like going to like he's going to dealer school to become like a a a vegas dealer or some shit like that so you can tell he's kind of like a little bit of a sleazeball and he's like in the basement of something and he finds like a gold coin or finds like a piece of gold and doesn't really know what it is but he's like fuck yeah and he's like keeps going through the dirt and finding something else and the camera like kind of expands and it's you kind of realize he's going through teeth Ew. Of cre- Gross. It's a crematorium. Ew. And he doesn't know what he's getting into, and he's just, like, digging into it, and he's just like, oh, fuck yeah, and he's like, you don't know what he's digging through yet. Gross. Like, the audience knows, yeah. and you don't yet. Yeah. And, um... Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a Duke Barry? Yeah. So, it, it's like, the kid who's running from the dark escapes, he's like, I'm so glad to see you see you and then that's when the guy like snaps and like shoves an ice pick into his eye and like lobotomizes him jesus and but he doesn't kill him he's just kind of like walking around like almost zombified jesus and just check it out it's so fucking uh it's so good it's such a good slow burn i've showed it to people who haven't loved it but other people are like oh this is fucking great and so it's called session nine that's my number one nice yeah it sounds fucking crazy yeah i want to see it though uh, how old is it? It's like 2000. It's past 2000. Huh. There's a scene in it that spawned 2001. Did you play any of the Silent Hill games, Nate? No. Um, there's a scene in it that, that that's... Um... The, the first scene in the movie is one of the hallways of the mental hospital and it's an upside down shot of this just fucked up wheelchair in the middle of an already like you know, there's debris and shit in the hallway and it's very slowly just turning uh like right, right side, side up. up and like the score is very like gross and demonic 
and it just flips up and it's kind of like you understand what that means later yeah but that that spawned like the the game silent hill took that scene and put it into one of their games because it was so good so i've already i've rambled enough brandon what's your one my number one i feel like i'm not gonna be able to say as much as you did about your movie but uh my number one is house on haunted hill and we've talked about this before but it's there's not a lot of movies that have rattled my cage it, but this is definitely one of them. This one rattled it? Yeah, this one rattled my cage big time. Rattlesnaked you? Yeah. So, it's a group of people that stay in this uh, old asylum, and if they make it through the night, they win a bunch of money. They get a million dollars each. Yeah. They, they can survive. Whoever can, survives. Yeah. They don't really know what to right. expect. Who's who's putting this contest on? Uh, Vincent Price. Is it Vincent Price? So Vincent Price, uh, he's this billionaire. Uh, like he has, he has a horror. Uh, Vincent Price is played by Jeffrey Rush, who yeah. was Barbosa in Pirates of the Caribbean. Right, but I didn't know if it was. It's actually Vincent Price. So that, Vincent Price was a person. Yeah. So he plays this. His character's name in the movie is called Vincent Price. Okay. And his wife, who's played by Famke Jansen in the movie, yeah, wants to do something for her birthday. That's right. Yeah. And she's like, throw me a party at this place. Yeah. And it kind of spawns into that. So, and it's kind of a surprise. And all these people get invited to it that don't really know each other. They're like kind of weird guests. Well, the, the very start of the movie is him, like, she, he gets a guest list email from his wife. And he sends out everything, but like he leaves his computer open, and it starts deleting it. It starts and like it nobody's there. And it starts deleting, and a bunch of random random names, names come through. Like get get typed on it. Yeah, like a like a ghost did it. Have you seen this what? movie, Nate? Oh, oh. So all these people that kind of she like went the, the, randos. The wife, yeah, shows up for her own birthday party, yeah. and she's like, like confused. Who the fuck are, the fuck are all these are you people? Guys? Get the fuck out of here, type shit. Why? Why is it at the asylum in the first place? Because like, she just wants it to be up? something scary, like oh, okay. you know, she just wants it like moody. a thrill seeking. So right. The, oh, okay. the start. The start of the movie is the hospital in like the forties, and there was a big riot because uh, it was a mental hospital, but they're also like doing experimental bad shit on people. Yeah, fuck that shit. And they all like escape, and there's a massive riot, and all the nurses and all the doctors get murdered. And and so it's, so it's super the, haunted. They're all the haunted people with the doctors and shit. Yeah. The revolt the revolt scene's pretty creepy. Yeah. So they all agree to stay the night in the house. Yeah, they're they're like they're like, yeah, if you could stay here for the night, you get a million dollars. Here's yeah. the check right here. One night, yeah. Jesus. And so one by one weird shit starts going down of with all these it people. Does. And it was right when the twitchy shit started happening yeah, like the you know like what's going the, on in the wall right there the grudge that with faces yeah, and yeah. body movements and stuff nobody had seen that before so it was super like the creepy. strong effect yes exactly and that, that was driven into the ground and it was like finally like people were sick of like oh jump twitchy scare right but yeah. they actually used it not only first but in a good way yeah really good way and everything do you go ahead they set the scene the scene is so the story and everything that they do there, the asylum, they, they nailed it with all the different rooms, the way the doctors look, the, I mean, the vibe, the music, all of it. It's so creepy. We've, we've talked about this before, but there's a scene 
where one like they all separate obviously they're all in the basement of the place Ali Larder is in it yeah one, one of the people is like a wannabe like TMZ like she can't wait to make her big break and she has a video uh. camera so she goes down and she's everything is kind of POV through her eyes through the video camera and she like goes into an empty room and that the used video, to be an operating yeah, table. The video camera. Oh, and she, fuck out here. she looks in the video camera and there's a patient on the table and all these doctors and nurses and, and it's like a normal day. Yeah. And then she looks up and she doesn't, and obviously there's nothing there and she's like super confused and creeped out and then looks back. Back into the camera. And that's and when, people there. and that's when the doctor kind of stops what he's doing and it slowly and, and first, raises first, his head up. First, yeah, first it almost, they, they all kind of do it in unison where they're almost kind of upset where they just kind of like they look up and then at the same time they all look at her and then she looks in the video camera again there's nothing in there and then she looks back and they're all fucking just staring at her with surgical masks jesus christ it's super creepy super creepy do you remember when they lock vincent price into the hallucination machine yes and it's the basketball and all that other shit and that's what i mean by they used it first and in a good way yeah because that was some psychological shit totally yeah that was an acid trip like yeah you didn't you didn't know what was going on and it was fucking weird um being something that archaic and being alone and when he's like get me the fuck out of here i didn't do it there's shit in here that's kind of like well you know the age-old tale of like let me out right i'm not the get bad guy here yeah um and he starts hallucinating and he escapes somehow Vincent, he's Jeffrey Rush plays a dope character in this movie. Yeah, he does a good job in it. Um, Chris Kattan's in it and yep. plays a serious role. Yep, that's what's so weird. That was one. Of, that's the first time I ever saw him in a serious role, and I was just like, "What the hell?" Because I was this? so used to used to him being it's such a weird role mango on SNL. Right, but he plays like the caretaker. He's the only one that knows the house is bad and the house is alive, and he's getting paid a shit ton of money to bring these people to the house. He's like, "Joe, okay, just give my money and get the fuck out of here." He ends up getting trapped. Jesus. Of course, he's like mother. I fucking yeah. knew it. Yeah. Um, it's really good. Yeah, super good. So there is countless scenes in that that I could chop up. House it sounds like a fun movie. I don't know if I'd like it. It's good. It's entertaining. It's, um, it's one that scared me, and it's one, it was a environmental thing because we watched this at her aunt's place in Fall City. And her whole, she, she had a big house in the middle of fucking nowhere where her backyard went into a deep ass forest. And her whole, the wall, separating her house from the forest was just all glass so when it was Cray. when it was nighttime it was just perfect setting it was just reflection i saw it in the theaters the first time i saw Dears. it Dears. Dears. Yes. um yeah it's a good movie I, I haven't seen it in years like i never opt to watch it but i haven't really had the opportunity either i was on a layover in santa rosa a couple of months ago and i had i got like a hair up my ass to download it and watch it oh really yeah. nice it's still there are things that i forgot about yeah you remember the very first uh scene where they think they're all about to die in the elevator crashing uh-huh. and it's vincent price fucking with them yeah yeah and yeah. you kind of realize like oh this guy's kind of crazy yeah i forgot about that scene it's a time. good movie you should watch it sometime if you can watch the paranormal activities you can watch i'll pencil it in yeah all right. Well, you know who doesn't scare me, though? Who? Lair. Larry oh, Lair. How did I not see that coming? I know. <laughs> well, we appreciate you sticking with us, guys. Appreciate you listening. All right. What's your... Hey, what's a, what's a movie that scared the shit out of you? Sound off. Yeah. Let Bob us Duke. know. Hit us. Oh, I hate Tusk. the Babadook. 
Oh yeah, you got any? What are your? Uh, oh hell yeah! Honorable mentions here. So uh, the Amityville Horror scared the shit out of That's me. That's a great one. I almost put that on there. There, I on on the sake of we're running late on this one. I could I could go through every scene. Uh, the all paranormal activities. We talked about the skeleton key, and then there's one more that we didn't talk about, and that almost made my list. It's called Jacob's Ladder. Oh. That's a good one. With Tim Robbins. I haven't seen that one, but I yeah. know it's notorious for being really scary. So, and it's also notorious for being, a, they, they always use the same term. It's called a mind fuck. Just because yeah. you're so confused and there's just so many weird things. It's it's like, it's one of those things like, you're just, it's not even scary. You're just confused. Yeah. You're like, did that really just happen? What the fuck? What yeah. am I watching? Yeah. Very what I'm watching. I think it's getting remade right now. Oh. So, um. which I mean, remake it cool, but tim robbins yeah a young tim robbins yeah too. yeah so nice um i didn't have a whole lot of on my list i i mean there's a lot that i like but um sinister was a movie that was pretty up there uh, that was surprisingly good i really like the reveal at the end yeah i really liked it mm. ethan hawk is the main character in it when he's watching he's going through all the, the, the videos and what he has to pour himself a drink because mm. he's what and and just it's a slow burn like the the lawnmower scene yeah where she's watching a, yeah the families get murdered yeah yeah Ugh. it's creepy no a lot of people like insidious yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen I that. I love Insidious. I, I remember. I, sh- love it I remember showing you and Justin Insidious. You was what is this shit? You hate it. I don't sound anything like that. Yeah, was, uh, what, what do you think? It's pretty good. <laughs> you know, Chucky. it's not. It sounds as good as my Irish car. Right. I can't wait for the Chucky remake, even if it's not. I mean, I don't think it's going to scare me. But... You guys seen the posters? They're so good. Yeah, it's right, coming no, I haven't seen them. Right around the Toy Story time, so it's all shit like. All you see is like Woody's legs and a gun. Yeah, one is like you see Buzz Lightyear's like a, something dragon Buzz Lightyear's legs and his no helmet way. is like broken behind him. But it's just enough where they can't be sued. And it just says child's play. Yeah. I love it. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I something we I know we've already talked about on the podcast, but I'm very much looking forward to it part two. Yeah. Uh, that's that's probably the number one scary movie that I'm looking forward to. Yeah. I can't wait for that. Me either. Yeah. Cannot wait. All right, guys. All right. Enjoy. I didn't have any. Okay. Hope you guys have a uh, scary uh, night listening to this. And uh, I can't wait. We're going to do a good theme when uh, Halloween comes around. We're going to do something real good. Yeah, that's going to be gonna, fun. Our guest yeah, is going to be like a medium or like a ghost hunter or some shit. Ooh, that'd be cool. Yeah. Psychic. Yeah. We should go to a psychic. Yeah, I've been saying that. Hello. Table. Hello, yeah. Okay. Thanks, Larry. Bye, guys. Top that. <laughs> Top that.